The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's about to get underway up and down the country. Teams are coming back out at Easter Road. Have they started back yet, Roger? Just about. Teams are back out just now. Just uh, Hibs ready to kick off in the second half. And they need to do a lot better than did in the first half, Gordon. No real attacking threat. Kyle McGuinness looked a danger creating things behind the front too. But I don't think I've seen Martin Boyle and Kevin Nisbet as off form for a very long time as they have been. Not threatening Jack Annick's goal at all. I'm sure Jack Ross had a few well-chosen words for them in the dressing room at halftime. And I would expect a different Hibs in the second half. Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range on display in their new showroom in Hillington. So that's us then, up and running in the second half. Jack Ross, those expectant Hibs fans will be very keen to see some sort of reaction. They had no plans to go in 1-0 down to St Mirren at the break, but that's the reality. And perhaps a couple of shocks on the cards as well, because we heard Fraser Wishart saying Hearts have played very well, but they're 2-1 down. To Ross County as we start the second half And all to play for between Aberdeen and St Johnston Because uh, it's goalless in that one Yeah well you're, you're right with the Hibs fans we, We've seen a, a shot of them there Sunny day at Easter Road And they would have been looking forward to going and seeing their team Play open expansive football It's been anything but that St Mirren have definitely deserved their lead And for Hearts I mean Fraser touched on how attacking Hearts were They may have just underestimated Ross County Going the other way And they find themselves 2-1 Behind, but for for Stephen Glass, I think it's about forty-five minutes. I know it's early in the season, but I think the Aberdeen fans, like I say, get restless quickly and mm. nail it for three points. Interesting change for Hibs as well. They've brought on at halftime Scott Allen, the guy that they tried to offload to St Mirren on deadline day as part of the Jamie McGrath deal, and didn't get the deal right. And he's now still a Hibs player, and he's now asked to go on and, and do a turn. Yeah, I think it's an opportunity for, for Scotty. You know, he, he hasn't played a lot of football, he's off the field issues as well, and uh, it's great to see him back playing. Um, this is an opportunity for him to showcase what he can do, Gordon, because for me, Scott Allen should be playing so much more football. The ability that boy has, and when you look over the course of some of his earlier stuff, you know, you, you're down in England and loan here, there, and everywhere. He should have a barrel load of games Because people pay money To see guys like him Perform on a weekly basis Well It just shows you that uh, Obviously Jack Ross Isn't waiting about For a reaction Gordon Yeah he's, Chris Cadden's the man Who came off Yeah he's changed One thing I agree with, with Alec there I think um, Scott Allen's a terrific talent um, It's a chance To go and show That he could be in the team Every week Rather than Looking to get out the club um, it's an opportunity for him And Jack Ross will be saying that to him at half time Look, go and show everybody what you can do He certainly has got the talent But said, man, I've got something to hold on to There's some strange results coming in just now as well You look at, I think a lot of people fancy tarts Rightly so I went for a draw up there Ross County lead in that one I agree with Mark I think, um, I know it's early Stephen Glass has to probably get a result today because he he's under to... pressure already. Does that? I think from so. the board yeah. though. He should no, he's no, the no, 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 from the board. I think they said some sections of fans. Uh, I agree with Dave, uh, who said at the beginning, top of the show, that it is a bit early. Of course, it is. He's brought in his sort of a own team now. It takes time to settle. He's better than that striker coach as well, isn't he? Oh uh, yeah, uh, and they're not scoring goals. Um, so. <laughs> As I say, they've got to get a result. But Callum Davidson's not up there to make up the numbers. He's 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 played five games without a win. 
And he'll be looking for big things as well. So that'll be an interesting second half at Pedodri. And he's doing the Scottish Cup draw tomorrow morning as well. <laughs> Callum Davidson. Is he really? Yes, oh, indeed. Right, okay. Holder of the Scottish Cup. Yeah. Uh, Stranraer 2, Stenhousemuir 0. I'm actually surprised that he can afford the two he's got. Oh, you must be kidding. Um, second half underway at Partick Thistle. Chris Dillon's telling us goalless in that one. Uh, let's get this up and running, Mark. Yes. Give some thinking time. The second half teaser with Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. This is a good one. I don't think Daz will get this one. Okay, I've played alongside Duncan Ferguson, Nicky Weaver, and Dion Dublin, and been managed by Gordon Strachan and Claudio Ranieri. I was a club record signing for two of my teams and played for three different teams at international level. Who am I? Gives it again, Matt. Gives it again. I've played alongside Duncan Ferguson, Nicky Weaver, and Dion Dublin and been managed by Gordon Strachan and Claudio Ranieri. I was a club record signing for two of my teams and played for three different teams at international level. Who am I? Too easy, if you ask me. Think so? Yep. Too easy. Think they will eat that up out there <sighs> on Twitter. Now, these two won't. Don't be ridiculous. These two in the studio uh, will be here until midnight with that one. Mm. But out there on Twitter, they will destroy that question. Yeah. That's my prediction. D- Daz, is, hey. Daz is noting something down there. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. on the trail. We'll wait and see. Okay, get your answers in at Clyde SSB. One name, one tweet. Send it to at Clyde SSB and do it quicker than everyone else. That's what you need to do. That's the aim of the game. So send it over there at Clyde SSB. And see if you can get a victory on the second half teaser. Quite mm. say Hibs have started better um, already. Uh, yeah, yeah, only a couple of minutes in, but they're actually putting in a, a couple of decent balls into the Smithen box, and that was missing in the first half. So Scott Allen, um, plenty of involvement so far, only three minutes in. I'm, I've got nothing to say. I'm, I'm no <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I've got to say Gordon I showed you at half time they, We get some half time snacks Oh they're tremendous Honestly no, God I've had a full pie It's tremendous the way, the way Daz eats his pie Is Incredibly strange he, You oh, pick all the Oh the crust Oh uh, the crust uh, uh, Off uh, uh, it And weave What is, th- what is that I, so, I, I, not, so nobody else Can go near that Now because he picks wait, the crust you, Hold on a minute So if I had well, Taken two a pie, bite no. out of them Would you have no, Wanted the rest There's two pies there And you've picked the crust Off both of them What if I wanted That other one Well you can have it You've picked the crust <laughs> Off it I'm a pie without the crust. Listen, strange. I'm standing next to you. I'm doing you a favour. Uh, last thing you need is a pie. Let me ask you a question. Are yeah. they burnt? They're lovely. I, I quite you like, like the them. I, like, I love the crust. I'm a great right, crust. Anyway, person. enough about that. Right. Um, ah. No goals going in in the second half. Uh, we are still on Twitter, by the way. We're inspired by. Oh, hold that thought. We've got one of these to tell you about. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Chris Dillon won't be happy, oh, but his family <laughs> members will be. It's Partick Thistle nil, Kilmarnock one, and it's an own goal from Kevin Holt. He puts past his own goalkeeper just after the break. Tommy Wright will be a happy man. Ian McCall not so much. Partick Thistle nil, Kilmarnock one. Yeah, it's a, it's a real good start The second half uh, It's very close As we said earlier on Commander have really invested Kept the same budget Partick Thistle looking to try and get up 
as we've just seen this, Gordon. Oh, hang Ooh. on a minute. This goal, Gordon. So, yeah, disallowed, was it? Yes. So it was a corner kick from Hibbs. It was whipped in. I think Kevin Nesbitt gets the header. It looks like it was going in, but a Hibbs player, Hibbs player runs across the face. If you just see it. And gets the final touch Oh my days What's he doing? The header is going in the back post And whoever it is at the back post We can't quite make it out Runs across Puts his foot out To touch it And the linesman puts his flag Mm. up And rules it out Oh, Big moment was uh, it Boyle that tried to touch it? I think so. I think he's so, off yeah. the back of the defender. And, and, and by the way, there was so much happening there. I, I've done you a disservice with my description of the Kevin Holt on goal, which puts Kilmarnock in front. Kelly had a penalty immediately before that. All right. Um, as well, and it was saved uh, by Snedden. He saved it. Rebound went over the bar. Um, it was Ollie Shaw who took it, um, but it didn't last long. So they mm. are in front now anyway, Kilmarnock. Uh, yeah, we are still on Twitter. Remember, we've been inspired by Jack Hendry. He's been telling us all about the. Oh, right. Hold on a does second. He touch it? I can't even finish my sentences at the moment. I don't know. Martin Boyle doesn't touch yeah. that, but he does try to. Does try. And I mean, he almost gets his studs on it. Does I, that? Is I think I'm. Is that an attempt, attempt, an, if he's an attempt to play the ball? To play it, then by the rules, Gordon's that right? He certainly is. I mean, he's, he's certainly so close to the ball that you'd imagine it's it's hard to let to it go because. You know, you need to be sure. If you're a striker and one as instinctive as Boyle, all day long you're trying to tuck that in at the back post, even though it's yeah. going in. It's okay for us because we've got a perfect camera angle. Yeah. He maybe doesn't know it's going in. So as I was saying, for I'll try a third time. We've been inspired by Jack Hendry, played against Messi and Neymar and Mbappe the other night. So we're asking you, who's the best player you ever played against? I'm looking for these, you know, these claim to fame. Oh, when I was seven, I ran rings round Barry Ferguson. Or when I was 14, I... Scored into Alan McGregor Or whatever it may be Let's hear some of those I also want to see If we can uncover Some hidden gems From maybe amateur football Because maybe you're not Interested in these guys That went on to make it Maybe you played against Someone who was unplayable And never went on To achieve big things So who's the best player You played against A. Andy is on And he says Robert Snodgrass Played against him In the quarterfinals Of the West of Scotland Schools Cup um, For And he's tagged his school in it uh, our Lady in St Patrick's He played for St Mungo's They beat us 5-4 He scored all five He oh, was unreal yeah. Says he That sounds like he was unreal uh, Super Says Played against Chrissy Wellamo And a player called Marco Minkella um, At St Joseph's Academy In Kilmarnock Marco went on to play for Bolton And in Sweden And then a Talbot legend Both incredible athletes At football Basketball Badminton Anything they tried you get these guys, don't you? Yeah, infuriating. Like multi-sport. Daz, was he Daz, not? Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's good. Was, at, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just a subby scoffer. I thought he was snooker and decent I, I, at golf I, I was, and badminton. And every sport. Every sport I was talented. I've got to say. And humble as well. Yeah. No, no, I was love. very t- table tennis, badminton, golf. I need to get you up at the house and we'll get a game of TT in the summer, Daz. Oh, I love the old table tennis. But I was I was a very talented individual at one point. Should we open it out then, right? So we've done who's the best you've played against at football, but I wonder if there are any other stories out there. Is there somebody who said, when I was 14, I get beat 7-6 and six at golf by... Yeah. Paul uh, yeah. Laurie ah. Paul, Yeah. Or I get... Has Andy, Andy out there played tennis against Andy Murray? I don't know. Andy raced their bikes against Chris Hoy. There must be more out there. I'm thinking outside the box. Ooh, you'll have shared. Are. You'll have shared a snooker table with some top, Alex Higgins. Top guys played Alex Higgins. He gave me fifty a start, Gordon. Still uh, beat you? No, no. I tucked him away. 
Uh, I, I was talked him away. I was a very. I think I played. <laughs> uh, I, I think I played in my amateur days against uh, John. I don't know oh, what John, happened to him. Oh, John, uh, Jai H. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. He went on. Yeah, amateur days. Yeah, I played amateur at, at <laughs> snooker. <laughs> yeah, <it> was. Uh, <laughs> Is everyone not just an amateur snooker player until they? Exactly. I mean, I'm an amateur snooker player. Technically. No, you're not. No, no. you're not. You didn't play in the leagues and oh, competitions. Oh, your highest break? 114. 114. Yeah, uh, 114. Right. Uh, we need to go for a game of snooker. I need to see this as well. Oh, I can't do that anymore. He's not no, 14 now. The boys will tell you. But Roger used to come in. Honestly, I felt Hold so. Oh, go on. Finish that sentence. Roger used to come in with a cue. Right, you should see this. He can't play. Just. The balls All in. the gear and no idea. Oh, <laughs> Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. It's usually his brother who scores spectacular <laughs> goals, but Paul McGinn with a back post volley to level things up for Hibs. Hibs won St. Mirren one. It's been coming. Hibs had that crazy moment a moment or two ago, and you've got to love it when it goes one fullback who starts the move to Josh Doig it sort of breaks down, and then Boyle with a lovely ball just floated out to the far post. <laughs> And uh, Paul McGinn won't score many But he tucked that away Like someone who knows Exactly good what he's finish. doing In that area Yeah it was a good phase of play The ball comes out To the edge of the box Stood up And he's absolutely Drilled it past the goalkeeper What a fine finish that is It's from a great fullback. ball isn't it As well yeah, from it's Boyle just, It's begging you know, It's just lovely weighted uh, Through ball And you have to say I thought it was that was Scotty Allen that oh, was played it? the ball. So My apologies. It, 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 so that shows you what he can bring. Jack, yeah, Jack Ross justified with a change. I was coming. Yeah, it's a brilliant pass. That, oh, that, you know what? I should have known. That's a Scott Allen yeah. pass all day. Yeah. I'm giving Martin Boyle too much credit there. That's a good finish all day. I've got to say, uh, I think that's a composed finish. Terrific. Um, yeah, Hibs have up to pace a little bit. I think the introduction to Scott Allen's helped them. Oh it's a God. great ball. It's a great pick out. That is yeah. terrific. I, yeah, How are you describing wrong. that technique, Alex? Because the ball it's, comes out yeah. at Scott Allen and he sort of. I'll let you fill in the blanks. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's normally you would just try and stand it up, but he almost sides foots it, but it's like a. Into the air. Like, yeah, it's kind of just going into the boy's path. And all the weight's on the ball as well, so he just kind of puts his foot I right know the word it. for it since we've got the, the medal winner. In our midst, he's punched it, hasn't he? That's a wee, just a wee punch, punch shot. Yeah, just yeah. a wee half, a wee half draw, eight iron. Yeah, yeah, down the shaft. Yeah, boom. That's there's plenty. Your, there's um, your money. We're on Twitter <laughs> asking for the best players you've played against. Tino. Oh, I've got a feel for Tino. Tino was it right back, just directly up against Aidan McGeady. Says oh, in the semi-final wow. of the Scottish Cup, St Pat's from Coat Bridge against St Ninians. What a player he yeah. says. Listen, oh. see, see Aidan. He's the one player that I saw from primary school age, high school age. To first team age Incredible. Just get better and better You know Some some wingers They die out Or some They lose their pace Or people catch up with him He's the one that kept Just getting better and better He was incredible At that young age Just used to run by Full team Incredible Yeah you always heard that Didn't you Like you said That sort of local legend yeah. that, that you uh, That you hear um, <laughs> Ian Crawford Right listen to this When I was 15 I was on holiday In the Isle of Mull And I beat the late Great Peter Bernetti And I beat the goalie oh. event At a church fete <laughs> Peter had retired and up there in the 80s I scored 2 out of 3 against him what a goalkeeper he was was he known as a cat what a goalkeeper cat? yeah Bonetti was a top class goalkeeper I'd be proud of that myself never mind the, the lad there on Twitter beat the goalie you don't see them that often yeah. Well, we used to love them beat the goalie well yeah. the thing is we do it at the, the high schools the kids go there and I go in goals and you get 3 penalties against us and it's a, they, 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 they. but you just go up to high school 
Well, no, there's uh, a big goal. Uh, he's invited. He doesn't even walk in. Start charging on the way street. Pound for three penalties. That's it, a goal. That's frowned upon. So I'm led to believe penalty, not against Alex Ray, for Hibs. Wow. A foul on Ryan Porteous. It started off, there was a corner kick to kick things off just before the hour mark. All the jostling. Um, and is that Kevin Clancy? I can tell, the, I recognise the back of his head. Yeah, it's anywhere. Clancy, yes. He's, um, he's, he's having a word with both players before now, if this. this end, if this is what it is, we're going to see it back. If this ends up in a penalty, this is crazy from the St Mirren player I, because I, he's just been spoken to like, wow. Yeah. You're going to have it, to let, uh, explain that to me. Well, right in the, the first instance, Portis goes down first and foremost. He gets back up, the referee then speaks to him. They have a chat Don't No holding And the St Mirren defender yeah, Wraps his arms All the way around him You cannot get as yeah. tight as that Now Jim's speaking to the The linesman And try see, to See when I look at that though Defend Mark, it I'm actually looking At Portis With his hands around mm. The defender as well He then He then sort of gets away From him though doesn't he Yeah yeah. yeah. It's I, a penalty kick Alec Yeah I think both players Are doing that But as it, as it carries on then I think Portis has got ahead of him so you can't the, be as blatant as that the thing is, Kevin Clancy's just spoke to you what, uh, and he's standing the, the, five years the difference years. is as well one of them's defending you know he's yeah. the one that needs to think about that yeah. if Ryan Portis ends up giving away a free kick yeah. so be it but for the defender to Kevin Clancy literally just said to them stop that and he, he holds on to him and by the way Martin Boyle Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Martin Boyle in great goal scoring form early this season he's turned into a real established penalty kick taker as well and he just wow. leathers that right down the middle Jack Anik no chance Hibs 2 St Mirren 1 yeah, yeah. But I think it's I think Hibs deserve it obviously Jack Ross has had a few words at half time he made I the change I think the change has yeah. yeah. been terrific for them uh, Mark I've got to say Scott Allen's given them that bit in the, the final third picking out nice Passes for McGinn's goal and then some crazy Jim Goodwin will be so angry with his defender. Well, this was Jim Goodwin who spoke very yes. strongly during the week about decisions going against him. So maybe not, Gordon. Maybe he won't. I he, maybe he doesn't I, I, think I, it's a. Look, well, he was arguing with the fourth official. Yeah, I, I think when Jim looks back at that, he'll be disappointed in his own player. He's obviously making the substitutions now. Curtis um, Mayne, I think it's come on now, isn't he? Yeah, go that two up top. Yeah, well, see, see the thing is there the, the, for the defender to get involved on the back of the coming together in the first place is like amateur hour. But as you see, you give him a chance, mm. Mark. But it's, it's always a difficult one to defend that where the Hibs players getting almost like a, a line, like the, a, a train, yeah, and, and they, the face, yeah, they all go their different directions. To defend it is difficult, but and you try and get as close as possible. But when he's just spoke to you, you need to take a step back and go the, arms. You left. do the yeah, absolutely th- that yeah. gesture. You put your hands in the air, don't you? That gesture which says, I'm not touching yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. At, at least pretend. Do, do something to pretend yeah. that you're not going to so hold poor. him again. And I, I think, think Jim said, was arguing that what you said, Gordon, that Portis's hand yeah, was right. It, it was as well. And I think I'll be seeing it back again. Um, yeah, I mean to be he fair, actually, yes, Portis does top. sort of, and Portis sort of grabs him, him round yeah, behind. Him. I, I actually think Portis has really done that boy a kipper there, mm. you know, because he's, there's that coming. But the thing is, sometimes you've got to do it. You've got to kind of try and initiate that kind of contact, streetwise from yeah, Portis. Absolutely, without doubt. You know what I don't like as well? She's celebrating the penalty like Portis done. I, I don't like I that. I think that's the nature of how it came about, though, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. But I just oh, we've got one of these in the championship, which is interesting. It's a goal for Air United. 
Jim Duffy taking the reins Knows how to get results That guy They were on good form um, Since he had to step in To the number one role there And it's Hamilton Ackies Nil Air one Hamilton Ackies Are having a torrid time In that championship Yeah they're really struggling They've gone with a, a, a young squad this year uh, Gordon obviously Brian Rice away uh, Taylor in there as a manager It's a difficult Difficult one Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com <laughs> In our featured matches though We've got another one And it's another one for Kilmarnock He missed a penalty earlier on But he has found the back of the net this time Ollie Shaw 65 minutes gone Partick Thistle nil Kilmarnock too He was a player He was a player with so much promise Uh, Ollie Shaw was um, But Yeah I think He scored goals wasn't he? He scored goals Cracker left footed into the top corner Do you ever remember the quote from Leanne Dempster When she was the CEO (laughs) at Hibs Said he was one of the best young strikers in Europe Yep yeah, That's And um ah. Yeah That's been hard to live up to Maybe not quite <laughs> Not quite Well No But yeah Game over Like Daz says yeah, That's going to be incredibly difficult for Thistle Big game that Thistle going well So far this season But that's a A bump in the road for Ian McCall oh, But the Aki's then Mark You know obviously oh. Having a really difficult time New manager in That same As it stands at the moment Dazzler Second bottom uh, mm. You know Just two points yeah. Ahead of Dunfermline Who are rock bottom Nathan Austin's got a hat-trick For Kelty Hearts uh, 63 minutes gone there What do you do Dan See if it's a hat-trick Do you just go like The manager get Oh yeah, yeah yeah I used to be off uh, Just before half down Especially uh, Albion Rovers Yeah well, you got You <laughs> get three and, uh, That's enough Get an afternoon out In Coatbridge Oh Lovely. Yeah, yeah. That, was um, your, that was your first game, mate. Remember, you get your was, photograph taken with the mascot. <laughs> 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 that was a highlight of your career. That's right, yeah. What was the mascot's name? What was it? Uh, it was a big. The Cobra the Rooster. Something rooster. Rocky the rooster. Rocky, Rocky the rooster, rooster or something like that. See, I've got great knowledge of Airdrie mascots. It's my special subject. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. It, it rings a bell like from, that, yeah. from Beat the Pundit. Yes, these are the ones I'm looking for on the who's the best player you've played against. It's, don't give me your Ronaldo's, Mark Wilson, or your Patrick Vieira's. I like Bob McScruff, who's been in touch. Like <laughs> Bob. Wee guy I used to live next door, Scott Haddon, was a Rangers youth and top scorer for a couple of years up to under 16, released by Le Guin. The boy was the closest thing to Lubo Scotland could produce. Skint <clears throat> players for days. I was five years older. He would go past me and my pals with these silky as. Anything <laughs> No idea how Le Guin didn't see it Rangers and Scotland Missed out on a gem He could have went to the top Where is he now? I don't know He fell through the net there it's, it's, yeah. uh, A few occasions uh, that, That's the thing it, it, The talent at that age is, is obviously there with people But To get to You know The next level And to play You know Professional An uh, awful it's, lot it's goes a massive, into it. It's a massive step Yeah that A lot is. goes into it It's, it's not just talent yeah. you, you hear that? It's the Bankies 5-0 up Yes They're going crazy Over there at Home Park Just along the road Absolutely love it yeah, The traffic well, for us Trying to get home I'll After be, this Yeah be well We'll just have to sit there And, and wait for the, the Bankies fans To celebrate and then leave But You'll uh, certainly have them In the draw tomorrow Gordon And I'm, I'm sure that uh, Gordon Moffat Will be desperate for a Home draw Or Do you want the big trip? The big trip to League Two Because it's yeah. only the League Two yeah. sides That come in at this Big, big trip down East Ra. Well you never know uh, Hearts have made a second sub Of the afternoon Jamie Walker's come on For Ben Woodburn um, Maybe not as, as effective A game as Ben Woodburn Would have liked He was booked I think For diving earlier on um, But Jamie Walker Has come on to try And get Hearts level In this one 
Not much happening at Aberdeen at Disney. Oh, Sent like oh, either. Oh my god, yeah. what an opportunity. This is radio, you're gonna to have to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's an incredible ball from the right hand side, whipped in. And I think it was who was it, Curtis Main? Did he throw himself at the ball? Brophy, I think, was in there as well. Yeah, six, Brophy. Brophy maybe from six yards. He's right rattled the bar. You have to say, what a great chance there to equalise Mark. Well, I, I, I didn't quite see it there, but I think we're seeing a replay ball here. Was Brophy saying that he's Oh I know, that's oh, the centre half, man. is it not? Yeah, Shognessy's in there as yeah. well. Well, it's come off. It's come off the woodwork, and it's that Shaughnessy right. No, it was offside. He's, he's, offside. he's given offside. Yeah, yeah. What a lovely ball, though. You have to see it. Oh, on the face. yeah. A, a striker's dream. A striker's oh, dream. Oh, got one of these goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com. Maybe these Edinburgh sides aren't ready to slide down the table just yet. Ross County two hearts two, and it's meant to be a cracker from Stephen. Kingsley we, we know he's got quite the left foot on him It was a free kick 25 yards out wow. And he's dispatched it As the Ross County keeper He's making his debut today Is he not? I'm mm. sure uh, Fraser told us that earlier on Well he's picked the ball out the back of the net On this occasion County 2 hearts 2 Yeah you'd have to say 25 yard free kick It seems as if it's going to be But he has that quality Kingsley yeah. I, I think he's a very good addition To the hearts team And uh if you're going to make that long trip to Dingwall You may as well get an entertaining game And Fraser's certainly getting that entertaining game you going to I phone wonder him if he's st- You're going to phone him? Just yeah, him yeah, I'll give him a, Usually you know Roger what? phones me in the way down If ever there was a, any of our pundits Best suited at a stop off at the house of Brewer On the A9 it would be oh, Fraser Oh yeah. yes, the you, little you, elbow paddies Yeah, yeah, yeah Just get some new Some new Some new winter wear For the season's changing I can see him up there. He has got some oh, bad no. gear I've got to say He's not oh, the is he best Nah he's sophisticated He's old fashioned Nah come no, on No he is He's an old guy Says, says the frustrating <laughs> PE teacher over there <laughs> 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 I'm looking alright you, you just always look like A PE teacher <laughs> you <laughs> think, <laughs> even your Do you know what I think Adds to it <laughs> Because he wears that Clyde one lanyard Around his neck <laughs> <laughs> It looks like a whistle <laughs> Falkirk Milden Barton 2 Barton flying at times Callum Wilson uh, On 68 minutes Mark remind us of your teaser please Yep Um, Let me find it Okay I've played alongside Duncan Ferguson Nicky Weaver And Dean Dublin And been managed by Gordon Strachan And Claudio Ranieri I was a club record signing For two of my teams And played for three different teams At international level Who am I? Right, lots of good answers coming in on this mm. one. Um, you get transferred, yeah, for his international team. Yeah, what? a couple of times. Big money. Uh, JCC says, is it, <laughs> is it Thomas Gravison? No. Do you know not. what I'm not looking forward to? When we have to explain oh, to no, him no. how this has worked <laughs> at the end of the show. Um, and I can see why they're saying this, but Dejan Stankovic. Because he, he kind yeah, of He did yeah, that yeah, 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 not, yeah. He played for four I think or I think so four. Yeah no not um, Woody's gone <laughs> Paul Telfer Throw it three Paul international Telfer. teams No not Paul Telfer He played for Gordon Deal's got it He thinks uh, Ange has gone for Craig Bellamy did you listen to that? <laughs> that wheezing you hear in the background is Gordon Deal's got the answer. Well done, Daz. That's well done. Well done. That's put me in my misery. Would you have just mined it for you? He did this, he's <laughs> miming it He's getting yeah. it now Yeah, I do, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, Right, okay, Craig, Ange says Craig Bellamy No, no Right, no. okay, keep your answers coming in at Clyde SSB I do think there's a clue in there that really mm. na- really yeah. narrows it down Really, really narrows it down Where did where he get um, some of these guesses for Craig Bellamy? Three international teams? Yeah Paul Telfer 
have to say my whole team Falkirk are struggling badly boys mm. um, oh here's a you know right with four defeats in the bounce mm. a word just in Wishart was in the house of Brewer this morning guaranteed Can not confirmed guaranteed no, I know I'm telling you it's guaranteed yeah, yeah. he'd have walked in to a selfie that'd have been it he wouldn't have bought in listen other shops are available yeah. of course but you're right uh, I went to Ross County Rangers to work a few weeks ago did you go oh this was uh, stopped in yeah it's a doubler yeah Roll, rolling sausage and egg right doubler how much you thought think Seven and a half quid Seven quid Wow What? <laughs> Seven quid? But other shops what are available it? And it's average size What's But it's very nice Other shops are available of course <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't mean to <laughs> Advertise one way or the other So there we go oh, it's, it's amazing You'd have just turned round and I would have just out. said Take that back Ah but it's a classy establishment Anyway um, Any goals going in That we need to tell you about not really. I like that stat I saw from the Liverpool Crystal Palace game. So they're one up Liverpool. Manny. Uh, Manny with the goal. It's the ninth game against Crystal Palace in a row that he's scored. <laughs> they must be absolutely wow. sick yeah. of him. It's a new English Premier League record. Yeah, but Eduardo will come on and get his double. You think so? What, yep. what a signing he's been, Manny. Would they pay for him 20 million? When you think about it in the grand scale of things, mm. you know, winning leagues and Champions League, a snip. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, he's not bad, is he? He is not bad, and he scored again this afternoon. Keep your suggestions coming for the best players that you played against. We've not had any in yet who've gone outside the box. No one's gone. Yeah, I once was in the Roan machine next to Steve Redgrave, or you know, nothing yeah, like that. It's all football so far, which is fine. I mean, I did, I did set that up. Graham Gibson says Jordan McMillan. Remember him? Yeah, uh, he was the Jordan, best. Played yeah. for Springburn Academy. We were told going into the cup game they had a gear, uh, a guy from the year below who played for. Rangers youth he was going to be playing he was unplayable controlled the game um, so yes keep your your, your, your uh, stories coming in on that one we've had a good bit of fun on that I must say St Mirren's actually starting to ramp it up a little bit they're trying to chase this equaliser yeah it's. Uh, I was just going to say it's a fascinating game because St Mirren by far the better team in the first half then Jack Ross makes a change Hibs come out by far the better team for 15 minutes get their two goals Jim Goodwin is then forced into a couple of changes yep. and it's swung the other way. St Mirren definitely on top just now and you wouldn't be surprised if they, they nick an equaliser soon. Yeah, been good to watch. There's been some good battles up front. Big Curtis Mains throwing oh. himself about a bit. Oh, oh. So has he gave a penalty? No, no, I think he's gave a goal kick there. Oh, I wouldn't let you see this again. Goal Curtis Mains not happy. Certainly isn't. Well, he's a big Jim angry Goodwin's man. there as well. Yeah, I'm... Anyone already looking forward to Jim Goodwin's post-match yeah. interview? I am, for go. one. There's a coming together here, again. boys. Oh, we can't see it because there's about six players in the way, but it does look like at the end... Tangle of legs. Tangle of legs defenders the on the ground. Main's trying to wriggle free and jump, he goes down. Over, He's yeah. a big boy. God, his man, is he not? He dragged all me and you, wouldn't he? Huge. Oh, oh, yeah. That's your nephew, <laughs> the Twitter account. You know what that's in reference to? You've seen that, He's not, that Limmy sketch. No, <laughs> I'm not going to describe it any further. Um, no, he don't no, know what no, I'm on about. Never seen that one. Well, no. That's your nephew is on Twitter, and it says I I played against Mark Coatbridge High versus St Ambrose. I nutmegged them. Oh, I'm sure he did. Remember it? Oh, I used to run the show at high school. Level. I wouldn't imagine run the show. You were a midfielder. I was a midfielder. Yeah, and I used to wear num- number ten at high school oh. days. Midfielder, wow. playmaker. I've got a basketball. Oh. Well, I'm not seeing I a midfielder. I do not think you'd have stood out at schoolboy level. Oh, it was well, you incredible. think about it, right? You did never you even made it as a midfield player. Did you hear it a minute? This guy played against Ronaldo and Ronaldo. Uh, right back, but as a midfield player, he's not got the oh, played, ability I, I to play number mid, 10. Uh, all my 
about no, their Scotland squad number boy, 12 was your right number <laughs> Andy <laughs> Robertson he gave midfield a goal most of them do yeah. and then they get shunted out don't they you just, keep, you just keep moving back yeah, but I'm, the last I'm not, one's goal I'm not having a goal I think you should have like you're having a half decent a career uh, he was decent I, I, I right back but what I'm saying no, is before school, that you, when he was young he was a promising youngster don't, don't go over the top corner he was decent so calm down steady goal thanks Joe Lappin I megged Frank McGarvey but the best I've played against was Tommy Burns and Billy Stark in a bounce game. Burns megged me, he says. Mm. Not what a player he was, Tom Burns. Burns. Played oh. against uh, Burns a few times. Stark is, oh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. getting out of control at home park, by the way. Six. Six. Six good, nil good, against good. Good. Keith. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Nothing against they are that. In the draw. That is a place for entertainment. They are mm. in the draw for tomorrow. No doubt about it. Oh, Guaranteed. When do you do your... When do you do these stats? When do you compile them? Do your research? Well, it's going to need to be an exciting Saturday night, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> By the looks of it. Lucky Mrs. Duncan. Well, it needs to be at some point between now and then, so you've not got many options. Yeah. Do you need a stat for everyone? Basically, yeah. if you're good at your job, well, just, to, just to fill time when yeah. they they say it helps it flow better. Oh, lovely. Yeah. It allows the. The TV <laughs> why don't, why to... don't they come up with the stats? <laughs> That's a great point, yeah. <laughs> but you, um, but flows to... that well, but, give but me the stats. Wait, he's not telling everybody, right? He's, he's brilliant at it, he's doing great at it, but it's cost him a fortune because he's got to buy a new shirt for every time he goes. <laughs> it's true, because <laughs> in radio, <laughs> you don't have to worry about these things. <laughs> he is, he's like, oh, I wish I'm going to shop buying a new I shirt. Because I slagged the I'm a disgrace today. Shorts, t shirts. Yeah, so I'm, I'm shorts and t shirts. I, I, well. I was on the, the physio bench this morning. Oh, hey. For, for a guy. Who's not an athlete at all? I seem to pick up a lot of injuries on it. So straight from here to you know shorts mm. on radio, no one cares, no one sees you. Mm. That's how the PE teacher can turn up. <laughs> I thought he had you it for a session. <laughs> can you shuttle runs? Rounders in the Duchess Park. Uh, Hamilton Aki's nil air two. Tommy Adeloy Aki's really really struggling. Jim Duffy's enjoying his wee spell there. Um, and the man we've been speaking yeah. about all afternoon, Aidan McGeady, scoring a penalty for Sunderland, your night, old club. Yeah, night nurse. At Fleetwood. Yeah, I fancied him strong but, today. Yeah, you I, didn't I, need I, to go I, to places like Fleetwood when you were playing there. I though, didn't did even know what Fleetwood was. Honestly, so, uh, a fall from King's Grace. Road. Look at our both. Brain, places both like are flying. Yeah, they are. They are absolutely flying. Uh, are both two nil at Queen of the South. Yeah. Up to second. Are both Incredible. Part timers. No, they're not up to second. How they up to second? They get five points a one. Let me tell you, hold up, hold up, hold up. On the third, we yeah. were sitting second earlier on well, before Commando scored. Well, I'm just about to get it, but it's still doing well considering that, is it? Before Commando well. scored the second goal or the first yes, goal? Yes, first. All right, okay. <laughs> doing very, very well, and believe he's picking you up and stuff. That's all right, don't worry about it. It'll be a, a minute before he makes his next mistake <laughs> oh, so oh, uh, if he's yeah. lucky. Uh, oh. Next time, open my mouth. Uh, what are we getting in here? Uh, the Hearts fans are singing Andy Halliday's name as he warms up in front of them. Oh, it's desperate. Oh, there must be something happening. Oh, it's there. desperate. <laughs> if that's the match winner. Yeah. Oh, if that's I the match winner. I think Hearts will win that. I think Hearts will win that. You've got the draw down. Yeah, I think they'll get the draw. Yeah. Grab one. Yeah. Have you all sort of raised your eyebrows when I went draw? Oh, yeah. Ball has. Yeah. That's tremendous defending by Portis. Ball round the face, Gordon. Oh, this is a hard tapping? one for the Peterhead fans to take. Week after week after week on this oh, show, no. we used to say. Peterhead Goal Rory McAllister He's playing for Cove these days And he's scored against his former team Peterhead nil Cove Rangers 1 Rory McAllister on 79 minutes And Liverpool have doubled their lead The other guy who ain't bad either Mohamed mm. Salah In the 100 club now isn't he? Yeah 
Yeah, yeah he, he's been tremendous as well, hasn't he? he the thing is, that I think the thing with him is, he, because he comes off the side, you don't really have him as an out and out striker, but the amount of goals he gets, Salah. Was, am I wrong? Was he the fastest to 100, or has he still been beaten by Alan Shearer? I think he's up there on the Good top. Good question. I can't remember. I know he went top into the three, maybe, club. yeah. Yeah, but he's been pretty pretty sharp at doing it. What a signing. Yeah, absolutely banging them in for Liverpool. They're 2 0 up on Crystal Palace. Nothing else to tell you about in Scotland at the moment. One more go on the teaser, Mark. We'll call yep, this the. Okay. What will we call it? The five minute warning. Okay. I've played alongside Duncan Ferguson, Nicky Weaver, and Dion Dublin, and been managed by Gordon Strachan and Claudio Ranieri. I was the club record signing for two of my teams and played for three different teams at an international level. Who am I? John Leonard has gone for Savile Milosevic. No. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. I can, you can see even the wrong answers. You can tell where they're, where they're going. going yeah. yeah. Um, you were close. Mo Salah was fifth fastest to 100. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's close. <laughs> for it. Good stats here, Mark. Keep up. <laughs> Roger Hannah's job is somewhere. safe as the stats man. Yeah. Don't think Roger he's Andrews, all right. Um, Airdrie, your, your old club are doing well. Yeah. Uh, Callum's going again. Better, yeah. yeah. Before DJ, he comes in. DJ Callum Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, he's got his <laughs> quick shift before he comes in. Is that his second, I think? Yes. Yeah, his second. 3 yes. nil up against his Fife there at home. Mm. I just, this, again, this he, game we're watching is fascinating. I thought St. Mirren. May have grabbed an equaliser But I'm not just getting the feeling That Hibs will break away And maybe Wrap this up To make it 3-1 We'll wait for it Wait for it yep. Here comes St Mirren <laughs> <laughs> No the interesting thing about it Is you have to say It's been turned out to be A really good game of football This St Mirren are really Chapping on the door But you're absolutely right Mark With guys like Boyle and Nesbitt on the pitch Counter attacks Always susceptible for the third goal I tell you what It's a good choice We picked the game Gordon You yes, Because I thought me, yep. I thought Aberdeen St Johnson may have been the shout. Well, they, so they can't, thank they goodness. Score, they can't score goals, Aberdeen. Honestly, yeah. Mm. Just you listen to me. Yeah. Um, Commandant goalkeeper Hemmings has been down. He's been fantastic so far, um, but it looks like he's going to be fine to carry on. They've got a little bit of a cushion there uh, as well. Cowdenbeath have equalised against Forfart. Craig Thompson with the goal there. Um, so it's all happening, just not at Pataudry, you have to say. You will yeah. go another game without a win, does That'd be seven. Uh, without reply So you'd have to think There would be more pressure I they don't think that's a good draw For either team there Well no but I'm just talking about Aberdeen Because if you're at home Against a team like St Johnson Whose budget is considerably less mm-hmm. The expectations at Aberdeen you, know, you listen to Stephen Glass In the summer Come in talking about The brand of football He was going to bring Free flowing Getting punters back in, uh, You know into mm. the seats Not seen it yet 13,000 there today And for, do you know what For what it's worth They are Enjoying the football to an extent, you can see that from the feedback on social media. But ultimately, you need to win, and eventually, um, that that stops exciting you. Um, Alex Gogic has come on to replace Jake Doyle Hayes, another former St Mirren man going off. There is that ongoing joke that whatever uh, St Mirren have, Hibs will take yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, Gogic coming on tells you what Jack Ross is thinking. Yeah, you know, in up. these yeah, in these last ten minutes, you know, just a wee bit of safety in there. Surprised he doesn't play more. Gogic, you know. I like him. Good player. Yeah, good player. Yeah. Yeah. Came on last week as well, didn't he? He's got a good squad. Hibs. In the derby. Jack Ross, absolutely. He's got a good squad. I think that'll be the disappointing thing uh, just before the window closing, Daz. They were looking to try and add that one or two more players. Uh, But to be fair, you know. Uh, And it's amazing twist in terms of football. You look at Scott Allen, he could have been playing with St. Mirren this season. 
Uh, obviously he wouldn't have played today but he's come on at half time and for me I think he's changed the game for Hibs his pass for the, and by the way is that another one from him which is a hopeless pass and goes right mm. through to the keeper um, who's that Boyle? Uh, is he shooting there Mark? Yeah, I think I he shouldn't have the. No, I, oh, thought was, I thought that was Scott Allen again. Oh, we've got one of oh. these. Goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com. It's a bit of a day for players <laughs> going back to haunt their former club. Stevie May in his second spell at St Johnston, once of Aberdeen, struggled for goals at Pitodry in red. Not in the blue of St Johnston Aberdeen nil. St Johnston 1 Stevie May I need to share with you Producer Dan Is doing the brushing away In his shoulders If he knows what he's talking about In that booth there Well done Dan Look at me celebrating He was in the office he Very confident it, yes. of that You have to say What a brilliant goal that would be Because he haven't had a win All season Yeah, yeah. Dan's is celebrating Like he scored the goal Yeah of course yeah. he did Yeah. No, because you got a prediction right? uh, No prediction I've got the four up so far mate That's the one he had I'll know last why, yeah. why, why not? Because it's you. It's 20 to 5. It could be quarter to 5, it's still not happening. Um, I'll give you a flavour of the, the tweets right in the space of one minute that have been replied to the Aberdeen Twitter account. Now, I'm going to throw the caveat in that Twitter is not a, a sensible place for immediate reaction at time. And people just tweet stuff, right? So I'm, I'm not saying this is the way all Aberdeen fans feel, but it's just quite funny that as soon as the goal goes in, goal for St Johnson, Stevie May. First one. Glass out Second one It's about time he scored at Pataudry Third one Glass out Fourth one Glass out um, Sterling red Not good enough Fourth one Fifth one sorry Glass out Hardly says What the You know what's next there Lots of swear words Lots of abuse And um, lots of unhappy Aberdeen fans Not surprised at all You look at Derek McInnes The kind of Swell on social media To get him out They've obviously brought this guy in They've backed him to the hilt The players that they've brought in They've managed to keep a hold of Lewis Ferguson uh, Even though he handed in a transfer request They've got Ross McCrory Who they took for Rangers for a few quid last year as well So They've invested money there And seven Games without a win would be A disaster Malky Mackay looks happy with a point Keith Watson's come on for Ross Callahan, So he's shoring things up a bit as well mm. He's been a good addition Callahan. You know, he's, he brings a goal threat up there And uh, I know uh, Watson So you're absolutely right, Gordon Trying to shore it up now Yeah, I think Ross County would be happy with a, a point at home Against Hearts Because Hearts have started the season very well indeed um, So I don't blame Malcolm Mackay for that uh, That's the sort of result that St Johnston need You know, to try and get their I know it's not over a line yet But to get their first mm. one on the board I still think it's a bit early to be getting at the manager I think it takes a bit of time he's brought a lot of his own players in now he's got his own coaching staff um, I think he needs time but you know what like this game especially when you're at the big clubs and uh, you know Aberdeen 13,000 did you say there today Gordon? that's a good crowd isn't it uh, terrific, uh, terrific. Um, they're expecting more but I think you've got to give them about a time Right Mark let's do Next this week. Just so we can leave some space for late drama Sorry we've done this The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games I've played alongside Duncan Ferguson, Nicky Weaver and Dion Dublin And been managed by Gordon Strachan and Claudio Ranieri I was a club record signing for two of my teams and played for three different teams at international level. Who am I? I am Daz's mate, 
Andre Kinchelskis Andre Kinchelskis Well done if you got it right And loads of you did Loads and loads of you KP Jer You get the bronze medal You were third fastest Rob Kane In second place Well done to Rob But Mikey Was very very quick off the mark And he lands the gold medal Well done to you Mikey Andre Kinchelskis Your old pal Ooh, You can't beat a late goal can you Are you ready for this one Where are we thinking Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Hibs 2, St Mirren 2 oh. It's Joe Shaughnessy with a diving header At the back post And Saints are level Hibs looked like they had this wrapped up uh, They performed much better in the second half But Shaughnessy has got other ideas And it's level with minutes to play It's been a brilliant game of football yeah, and, and, you know, Swinging um, both ways I think both managers Have got to take credit For actually realising The problems within the game You know Making changes Changes to the system And it's a great ball Into the back oh. post And Doy At the back post You know For a good young left back Poor defending Shaughnessy You know Was was first to react Good diving header I think St Mirren deserve that In the last 20 minutes I agree with you I think St Mirren Have been excellent I really do I mm. think they deserve that And their fans are delighted The ones that made the trip Through Easter Road This afternoon Are delighted with it Do you know the thing about that Gordon See as I've seen that Building up And the ball goes down That left hand side Sean sees about 40 yards for goal mm. And he just makes his way Into a really Dangerous area But you have to say The young oh. man Is absolutely sleeping He's on his heels And he allows Sean To get across his... But the thing is The desire to get there Is tremendous for Sean There's two, nothing two. worse As a full back When you've been A wee bit lazy there and someone's just got that yard in you and before you know it it's too can't late react. you can't react because he's that, six yards out is that something that needs to come with experience Josh Doig is obviously very good there but that looked like a, a more experienced header of the ball who kind of knew what area Mark, had to be in there Mark can I ask you something as a, f- a former fullback there do you think his body's closed off a little yeah. bit and he doesn't he see him him face yet. it should be opened up a little bit I think it's just a case of ball watching doesn't know what's going on round if, if, if he gets his body in the right shape he might be able to react a little bit quicker as he's coming across the face him. you see him see him earlier does Olivier and Cham has scored his first goal for Swansea but they're 3-2 down against Luton so that's um, not exactly a classic result for a player that people thought could go on and do great things up here. He's he scored a goal, and I can't believe th- how he went the way he did. I thought at one point a couple of years ago he was one of the best midfielders in Scotland, and yeah. uh, I think to get him for nothing, you know, if he can get if he can manage him right and get his head in the right place, he could kick on. It was a strange one that because I had to I actually googled a few weeks later when he left. Where, where is he? Where, where is he? Well, there was a gap. He only just signed for yeah. Swansea. I think this Mark is Mark Allen had a connection, didn't he? This to is Man City. Um, third game, maybe second or third. Yeah. I think it's his third. Yeah. So a strange one. I was with Alex. I, th- I thought he was terrific. There was a price tag. Of, what was that? Fourteen million pounds, apparently, rumored to. Porto offered nine, didn't he? Yeah. It's, and it's funny how the game works. Yeah, he's found himself down there. Still a good level, right enough. Is there a winner in this game? Because his hips are... No. <laughs> Scott Allen hits the post. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, nearly. Three minutes to be added and Scott Allen's just a bit of space and it's a it's deflected, a deflected, deflected effort. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a bit fortuitous if that one in does. Yeah, I don't think St Mern deserve it, but in the balance of play, Hibs have had their spell, St Mern have had their spell, 2-2, two, two, take a point each and move on. Joggling? Yeah, move on. I think that would be. I think Jim would be happy with that, especially a bit of character with his team being two one down uh, at Easter Road, difficult venue. Um, 
They get back in it and I think you'd be delighted to come along there, mate, with a point. Gordon makes an interesting point. Post-match, do you expect some sort of reaction on the penalty decision? Um, all managers do. Um, Softened by the fact that they've got a point now, though. Maybe yeah, but it still happen. doesn't take away from the fact if you, if you think you're hard done by. I know, but you're still... Yeah, I know, you I get it. You, you go away with a wee bit yeah. of crumb of comfort. Do you, you don't I mean? think it's a penalty, is that what you're saying? I, I, I actually think he's sucked the boy in, and I think the referee's fallen for it because clearly the two of them are grappling. I don't care what anybody says, the both of them are grappling. So I've got to repeat myself, you don't think it's a penalty? I, I think it's a bit harsh because the two of them are at it. I if, thought it was a stone wall. I, I must admit. <laughs> Thought it was a stone war just purely because but Kevin I'll, Clancy. I'll, I'll give it another pundit's position. I can see what the referee mm. was doing, yep. you know, or the linesman was doing. Yeah, but you've still got to. Was it a penalty kick or not? I think it's. I, I think it was a harsh penalty. What part of that you're not getting? <laughs> would you have given <laughs> no. the penalty kick? I would have given the penalty for no. that. I, I think he sucked to I'm, Clancy. I'm with, I'm with Mark. I think it's a, a penalty kick. Clyde 2, Queen's Park 2, late drama, David Goodwillie <sighs> on 90 minutes. And just before we finish and move on. I think we've saved the best till last. This might have topped it all. Oh, go on. Jerry has been in touch. Jerry here, a Bayern fan. I don't know if this counts. He says, right, it counts, Jerry. Um, I played five asides with the late Gerd Muller. Oh! oh just took it. He's oh, just came in at the death, that, isn't he? Gordon, my, my hero growing up, Gerd Muller. Oh, my God. There we go. He's won it. He's won it right Oh, yeah, the give him the gold Well done, medal. Jerry. Uh, we'll round that off there. I, think we're getting full-time whistles starting uh, to go. It's actually full-time at Firhill already. No hanging about there. Chris Dillon, how did that one finish? It's finished 2-0 to Kilmarnock here at Firhill. Um, the, the game really sparked into life in the second half, um, especially for the first 15-20 minutes. Um, Ollie Shaw took a penalty, missed the penalty, it landed back at his feet and he blazed over the bar from 12 yards again, maybe even closer. And then you think Thistle have, have got past that storm and then two minutes later the ball's in the back of the net and courtesy of an, an own goal and I don't think Holt knows too much about it I think Richie Foster goes to head it away heads off the back of uh, Holt and it, and it flies in the bottom corner so uh, a tough one for them to take but um, all in all you know the, the game did come into life in the, in the second half and um, Shaw redeemed himself um, by Cracking in an absolutely unstoppable left-footed, I think it's a half volley um, from about 20, 25 yards into the top corner. It was a, a goal worthy of winning any any game whatsoever. Um, and then the final score here at, at Firhill is this will nil. Kilmarnock too. Yeah, good win there for Kilmarnock and Tommy Wright. Chris Dillon won't have enjoyed that one. He's used to scoring goals for Thistle against Kilmarnock, but it's Kelly who come out on top uh, this afternoon, and they do actually keep a, a fairly good recent record. Against the Jags going It's going to be a nervy finish to Hibs against St Mirren 2-all uh, Last effort at goal um, About to come from the free kick And in fact it comes to nothing It is finished Let's go there Game of the day maybe for you Roger Hanna Absolutely Gordon Hibernian 2 St Mirren 2 Hibs are back in the top of the Premiership table tonight But they'll denied all three points But a buddy skipper Joe Shaughnessy A flying header just two minutes from time The visitors had laid at the break But Hibs stormed back early in the second half However Jim Goodwin said they just wouldn't be denied And he grabbed their fourth draw of the league campaign Right at the death Hibs started on the front foot Martin Boyle flashed a shot wide From a pass by Kel McGuinness After 16 minutes McGuinness again 
the creator after 28, a ball in from the right, Kevin Nisbet steered it wide and nearly should have hit the target and Hibbs paid a price for those misses three minutes before the break when St Mirren took a surprise lead, Connor Ronan knocking the ball down the left channel, Eamon Brophy chased after it, Ryan Portes looked as if he had the situation under control but Brophy turned inside him and drilled a low shot which beat Matt Macy at the near post, Jack Ross clearly not happy at that stage, off came Chris Cadden at the break, on went Scott Allen and the midfielder who almost became a St Mirren player on transfer deadline night, he really turned the game back in Hibs favour, it was Ryan Portes header from a corner that went in but it was disallowed, it looked as if it was a touch in the line by Martin Boyle, referee Kevin Clancy, he overturned and disallowed it but they still didn't let that affect them and he scored twice inside four minutes first and 57 minutes substitute Allen dinked a ball to the back post a terrific volley by Paul McGinn for 1-1 and that became 2-1 four minutes later Portis fouled at a corner by Matt Miller the St Mirren defender was booked Jim Goodwin was furious on the touchline but Boyle took the penalty and slammed it past Anik for 2-1 at that stage you fully expected Hibs to go on and take all three points but back came St Mirren Brophy fired over from 20 yards there was then a cross from Miller which Brophy met it near post the ball flew off a defender at the underside of the bar and was somehow cleared then substitute Curtis Main had a penalty appeal waved away by Clancy when it looked as if he may have been tripped in the box St Mirren were to be denied though in just two minutes from time, Scott Tanzer down the left, deep cross to the back post, and a flying header by Joe Shaughnessy who got in front of young Josh Doig to get the header past Macy. The drama still wasn't finished, Scott Allen hit the outside of a post with a deflected shot in 89 minutes. Kel McAllister then tested Macy the other end before Kevin Nisbet's free kick deep, deep into added time was off target. Terrific game, terrific point for St Mirren, Hibs 2, St Mirren 2. Uh, maybe another game of the day contender though Same scoreline for Fraser Wishart Up there in Dingwall Well County 2 Hearts 2 a really good game to watch Hearts attacking throughout had the better of the game But they missed chance after chance To put the game to bed and had to rely on a brilliant Free kick in the 67th minute by The game's best player Stephen Kingsley To get a point but County played their part In the entertaining game here in Dingwall And they were ahead at half time Hearts as I said, only with themselves to blame. They missed chance after chance, but took the lead in nine minutes when a Liam Boyce shot from the inside left channel. Didn't look much danger, but deflection off Baldwin sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. Two minutes later, it was 1-1. Equaliser from Blair Spittle, the Ross County skipper. A 20-yard shot for his left foot. Low, it went through a ruck of players. I think Craig God was unsighted and the ball nestled into the bottom right-hand corner of the net. Gary Mackay-Steven, Armando Nwie, Barry Mackay missed a series of chances, but hearts were punished on half-time and Reagan Charles Cook got to the byline good cutback a side foot shot by Blair Spittle was on target but didn't look dangerous deflected off Halkett into the back of the net and then three minutes into the second half County almost stretched the lead in the breakaway Charles Cook again involved and a volley into the side net at the back post by the ever-dangerous Ross Callahan. wasn't quite free-flowing from Hearts at the start of the second half a Kingsley cross a looping header from Aldwee onto the top of the net the best effort in the first 15 minutes of the half but after that it was all Hearts Liam Boyce stretched another Kingsley cross and he cleared the ball rather than getting it towards goal from 6 yards an equaliser with 67 minutes Boyce was filled 25 yards out and up stepped Kingsley and curled the ball brilliantly into the top right hand corner of Maynard Brewer's goal he had no chance whatsoever Hearts suddenly sprung to life Craig Gordon a virtual spectator boy Boyce headed into the side net the fans thought he'd scored and Maynard Brewer outstanding all day in his league debut brought out another really good save low to his right to deny Jamie Walker but despite all the pressure Hearts couldn't force the winner in fact with three minutes into stoppage time it almost County who got the winner Joseph Hungbo and Jordan White could have got the three points for the home side Malcolm Mackay will be happy with the point but Hearts fans will go down the A9 scratching their heads they wonder 
how their team didn't win this game. Full time in Dingwall, Ross County 2, Hearts 2. So we'll share the spoils there. I can tell you somewhere they won't be happy. That's in Aberdeen, Pataudry. It's finished between Aberdeen and St Johnston. Dave Galloway. Aberdeen nil, St Johnston won the Dons then have gone seven games without a win and Saints get their first victory of the season. The home side started brightly, Ferguson's cross just too high for Ramirez and beyond Emmanuel Thomas at the back post. Saints started to enjoy more possession but Aberdeen continued to look the more dangerous side. Samuels was looking lively on the left and his driven ball across the goal mouth found no takers and Ramirez headed Ramsey's corner wide then Clark saved Samuels powerful long range effort which took a deflection but with half time approaching Saints went close Booth got the ball on the left hand side of the box and curled it just past the far post early in the second half Aberdeen threatened Ramirez couldn't get a, a connection at the near post to meet a great cross from youngster McKenzie at the other end Lewis turned Middleton's 12 yard drive behind for a corner and Middleton uh, put the ball in the net from close range but the flag was up for offside the visitors were certainly stepping things up and Wotherspoon's drive from the edge of the D was just wide then after 83 minutes former Don Stevie May his low drive from outside the box beat Lewis at his near post to win the match for Saints the final whistle greeted with a chorus of loud boos by the home crowd Aberdeen nil, St Johnston 1 and now it's over to you 0141 951 1025 what is on your mind tonight were your team in action today St Mirren fans I'd love to hear from you an absolute cracker there uh, at Easter Road Some good games this afternoon So pick up the phone And let us know what you made of them I would imagine as well For lots of our listeners In this part of the world That becomes about tomorrow Rangers fans No Ryan Kent tomorrow Potentially no Alfredo Morelos How would you line up Against Motherwell Coming to Ibrox It's flag day of course How much are you looking forward to that Are you confident You can bounce back There'll be no European hangover Same goes for you Celtic fans what is it about Livingston? It's not been a happy hunting ground for your team in recent seasons. Are you confident that's a thing of the past? And again, what would you do? Is it maybe time to see James McCarthy in from the start? Who's been catching your eye? 01419511025, a Dundee Derby as well. But we need you for the next hour. We're here until six. What is on your mind? Pick up the phone and let us know. After they play. You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It is time for you to pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind tonight. Whether your team was in action today and you want to look back on it, or your team is playing tomorrow and you want to give us your thoughts in advance, we will do the lot. 0141-951-1025 on the phones. Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Some fantastic fixtures today And some mouth-watering ones tomorrow So there should be no shortage of talking points Pick up that phone right now Don't hang about And let us know what you're thinking The full-time scores today In the top flight Aberdeen nil, St Johnston 1 Hibs 2, St Mirren 2 And Ross County 2 Hearts 2 In the Championship Dunfermline nil, Inverness nil, Hamilton Ackies nil, Air United 2 Morton nil, Wraith Rovers 1 Partick Thistle nil, Kilmarnock 2 And Queen of the South nil, Arbroath 2 In Scottish League 1 Airdrie 3 East Fife nil, Clyde 2 Queen's Park 2 Falkirk 1 Dumbarton 2 Montrose nil, Alloa 2 And Peterhead nil, Cove Rangers 1 in Scottish League 2 It finished Albion Rovers 0 Kelty Hearts 3 Cowden Beath 1 4 for 1 Elgin City 0 Annan 2 And Stranraer 2 Stenhouse Muir 
Nil We'll finish with the English Premier League Wolves nil Brentford 2 Burnley nil Arsenal 1 Liverpool 3 Crystal Palace nil Man City nil Southampton nil Norwich 1 Watford 3 And later on Villa taking on Everton Good day of football though You have to say Some great games Some big results Yeah it was And particularly the one we watched uh, We thoroughly enjoyed it Plenty of goals throughout uh, I suppose the main story is Hibs and Hearts Couldn't leapfrog Rangers Take advantage of playing a a day in advance uh, And the big one at Pataudry For Stephen Glass Has is, is ended in disaster St Johnson Off and running With her first one Of the season All attention Turns to mm. tomorrow though Dundee Derby Celtic with a tricky game Against Livingston On the Astro And Rangers With flag day Against Motherwell Great entertainment value Gordon at Easter Road mm. And in Dingwall And Aberdeen Booed off at home Against St Johnson I'm not surprised uh, But Callum Davidson Needed the result as well Gordon um, They're off and running now that's their first win But uh, Stephen Glass He's coming in for a little bit of pressure um, You know the fans not happy He's brought in a lot of players And you've got to look at Aberdeen's squad It is a very good squad um, And I think they should be doing a lot better But I get back to it He's a new manager there He's brought in his own backroom staff He's brought in his own players now I think he needs time And I'm sure that uh, The chairman of Aberdeen Will give him that time But the fans Are already Not happy with what they're seeing Big day today And tomorrow Alex Lots happening Yeah without doubt I actually really enjoyed it I was just saying To you guys in the break I thought that Hibs Marine game Was really entertaining NTN stuff Both teams trying to get The three yeah, points And a, a, a big point for Malcolm Mackay Because obviously When you're fighting against The teams at the top of the division And you have to say for me, the result of the day, Stevie Megan up there, they haven't won a game. They beat a broth in penalties in uh, in the League Cup. However, it's about th- 12, 13 games. That's a big, big result for mm-hmm. uh, Callum Davison. I think they're only one or two points off of top six now. Just on the full-time scores, I won't run through them all from the first round of the Scottish Cup because there are far too many. But just some standouts. Um, I suppose this would have been a bit of a derby, but they, they play in Alloa's ground these days, don't they? Broomhill 6, Glasgow Uni 0, Clyde Bank just along the road 7. Dalkeith Thistle nil, Coldstream one, East Kilbride five, seven. I was, eight, I was eight, yeah, ten. Oh, ten. <laughs> uh, so a close one there. What do you do if you're opposition? Do you just stay in the pub? Aye. Oh. So yeah, so those. Um, I think East Kilbride and Clyde Bank and uh, Broomhill are safely through. Yeah. Uh, to the hats and uh, some interesting scores coming in in that competition as well. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What is on your mind? Give us your thoughts Whether it's today's football Tomorrow's football Something else completely That you've thought up More than happy to take those calls Stephen is first up tonight He's a Rangers fan uh, From Bridge of Weir How confident are you Stephen That there will be no European hangover When Motherwell visit tomorrow? Uh, quite confident Gordon um, I think I think Stephen Gerrard's already come out and said About the the firepower that's that's been up and up the top for Rangers this season. How they've been a wee bit kind of lackadaisical, and maybe just maybe just stuff not coming off for them. I think he has to change that, especially now now that he's got Ryan Kent out and the the possibility of Alfredo Alfredo Morelos. So I would stick Sakala, Sakala, Ruth, and Scott Wright up there. Um, possibly, possibly he played he played two he played two holding midfield players on Thursday night. And Davis and Kamara, he gave Lundstrom a kind of free a free roll in about the in about the midfield, and it was two two mistakes in Thursday night that kind of cost Rangers the two goals. A mistake in the middle of the park for Ryan Kent didn't want to single him out, but a mistake in the middle of the park for Ryan Kent, and they broke up the part and scored, and then pushed a, a mishmash a mishmash of mistakes for the second goal. 
But it's interesting if you see what the panel thinks about, thinks about just changing the front line altogether. Alex, yeah, we might have to, of yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely. It'd probably be enforced. Uh, I would imagine Kmar Roof will go through the middle if Morelos doesn't make it. Uh, on the left hand side, I've, I'd already written down the team, uh, and I have Sakala all right uh, supporting him. If they could also go to Aribo, maybe going back to the middle of the park, or he may well put Aribo further forward one and put Arfield in there. So they have options, Gordon. I would expect Davis and Kamara to be there. The normal back four of Tavernier, Golson, Balligan and Barisic and, and McGregor and goal. That's what I had. I mean, I've seen it said, Gordon, that obviously losing Ryan Kent's a blow. Mm-hmm. But there was someone phoned in last night, I think, and made the point that maybe a couple of weeks out, the, the limelight is not the worst thing for him if he can come back strong with, with the hamstring. But he's not been firing at the moment. And it's maybe... Not as big a loss as it would be if you if you're losing a a fully flying Ryan Kent ultimately. Yeah, I totally agree with that. He seems to be in the situation just now. Even Thursday night, he loses the ball twice and Leon scored twice. Um, and I'm not just putting the, the blame at him because there's still a lot to do. Yeah, I think he is. He looks like a player just now that maybe that rest will do him the world of good. You look at Rangers squad, Gordon, they've got a massive squad there. There are guys been sitting on the bench waiting for this chance, the opportunity. Um, Alex got his uh, team there and he read out a few names. They would walk into any team in Scotland. So it's got to be difficult for Motherwell tomorrow. Uh, but Motherwell will go there with some good form. They need to score at first. Like Van Dien? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. He's very confident. I read some of his quotes. I just I get a bit worried when you've never been there under that extreme pressure and the atmosphere that he's going into. I think he should have just kept a bit quiet. Um, but I just think that Rangers, and I agree, I think that a bit of freshening up for Rangers. Um, they're at home tomorrow, all the excitement about the flag as well. I expect it's going to be a very hard mm. afternoon for Mummel. Stephen, is this an ideal opportunity then if if it's born out of the fact that uh, Morelos and Kent possibly won't play for Fashion Sakala to, to really get a chance and, and try and take it, try and establish himself and, and show why he was brought to the club? Well, he's going, to, he's going to have to start at some point because he's not really had an awful lot of game time so far. Um, he's played... He's played a couple of bit, part, bit parts and bit parts and games and scored a cracking goal in the start of the season. I think it was a friendly at the start of the season. Um, but he just he just seems to be very direct. I don't know whether he's been injured for um, a, a, a portion of the, the season so far or not. But I certainly think he, he, Stephen Gerrard's bottom for a reason. Let's be honest. You know he's bottom for a reason to go up there and possibly to go up there and score goals. Possibly he's bottom because he thought Morelis was going to go. But um, if, if he's bottom for for that reason, then. Surely, if you've got two strikers like that, then you shouldn't. You shouldn't have any problem putting another man in. I mean, Alex, this is where it, I mean any team at any level, but trying to to get those opportunities, then take those opportunities, and then if you don't, and then Morelos is back fit for the next game, you know that it's just that constant. Yeah, constant cycle, isn't it? Of yeah, I trying think, to. Cedric Keaton was a, sure. a great example of it. Gordon, once you get the opportunity, you have to take that opportunity. You have to score goals, and uh, you look at Ayeti. You know, he was in Siberia. There was people saying that he had to, you know, leave the club in the summer. He's come in. There was He's people ma- saying that Hugh Keevans would play before. Yeah, he no, it's incredible, isn't it? But <laughs> I, I, that that's a prime example because what you're doing to the manager at that particular time is see when uh, Kyogo and that comes back, you're literally saying. Don't forget me here because I can actually mm-hmm. score on any given day. I think it's a good opportunity. Potentially, Hadji may well come back into the mix as well. We've not mentioned him. He's been struggling with one or two things. Bakuna, we haven't quite seen him yeah, either. So you've got other options there. 
But the one thing that Rangers have at their disposal, Gordon, they have players to come in because of such a big squad. And the the concern for some Rangers fans will be because he flagged day, it's been a long time coming, the fans will be there, it'll be a little party atmosphere. The players cannot afford for that. They have to hit the ground running tomorrow on the back of a disappointing result in midweek. I mean, Gordon, it's quite it's very easy to, to get carried away and think that Rangers people keep saying Rangers aren't as good as they were last season. But even if that's true, and even if Kent and Morelos are out, that does not diminish the gap that exists between Rangers and Motherwell ahead of the game tomorrow. It's easy to fall into that trap and think that, you know, teams are there for the taking on oh, it's the back at the back of a European game and so on. It, well, I think Ranger, uh, Motherwell will need to hope the Rangers get caught up in the party atmosphere, Gordon. Uh, they have an off day because, you know, Rangers starting 11 tomorrow. I know that one or two of their big hitters are missing, but that's the reason Stephen Gerrard wanted that big squad full of quality. He's got guys to replace them, guys that, as Alex said, you get an opportunity with the squad that Rangers have got. You've got to take that opportunity, right. especially at home. But let's not take anything away from Mother. Mother Three wins the bounce, Dazzler. Exactly. They go there, and if they can grab something early, look, it's got to be really difficult. You just hope that Rangers get caught up in this party atmosphere. They're not at their best, because that's what you need if you're going to go to Ibrox and people, places like Celtic Park and get results. But it'll be interesting to see the team line up tomorrow from Rangers. Motherwell is a completely different challenge Mark don't get me wrong but Motherwell showing last week they won the game 2-0 with about 20% of the ball I think it was or maybe just a bit more against um, Aberdeen so they know they won't have it tomorrow yeah of course and when they do get it or they do get chances they need to be clinical if I was in uh, Graham Alexander's shoes I would have a go at Rangers tomorrow there's no doubt that Rangers defensively aren't as tight as they were last year there's no doubt about that now I'm not saying they're poor but they can be Got at And if, if you're Motherwell And you're coming off The, the back of a, a bit of a high A good run Of games Matt you say have a go In, in what sense Because if you go Too open against Rangers They'll just cut you on It's just You know I, I agree that They're not a happy medium though, I, I yeah, think well, I Mark agree. can answer for himself But can Van Veen's got That imagination Get him on the ball Get Tony Watt on the ball Get, get them up against Goldson yeah. Or whoever it may be I, I think when you're You're picking your team tomorrow I, Brooks, I think you can be A little bit more Adventurous yeah. Because I do agree with Whereas In times going by For instance Last year You're probably going there And got some thinking Well shut up Shut up And hope we get a, a free kick Or a break And we get a, a, a goal We can hang on to Yeah but You've still got to be Aware that You're going to You're going to Ibrox There'll mm. be Full house there Atmosphere Everything Against a quality side I'm not saying I think that Motherwell can put up A real good show tomorrow Gone Because I think They've got players Like Van Veen Fancies himself I like that I love a striker With confidence I like what I've seen Of him If we If Motherwell can go I was going to say We there I don't like using that If Motherwell can go There tomorrow And put on a good Defensive display That'll be the challenge Won't it It will be a challenge Of course it is But you've got to go With a bit of hope mm. Okay, thank you very much Stephen Enjoy the game tomorrow Stephen calling in from Bridge of Weir uh, Roger is in Uddingston well, What have you got to add to what's been said, Roger? Good evening, Pam, how are we doing? Good um, Just a wee quick for a start Alec, I was through the game last night in shots oh. How you feeling, pal? How was he, Roger? I've got, Roger, I've got rigor mortis on I'll be honest with you, mate I was struggling big, Thankfully, big Bob Malcolm turned up And he was providing the anti-inflammatories before the game I was in <laughs> dire straits Is that what they call it? <laughs> oh, I don't know what it was Anti-football, I think we were playing last night as well <laughs> hey, It was, you know, it was, it was, it was a, not a serious note There was some uh, 
a lot of money raised for, for two uh, charities and congratulations to Big Stuart and putting it on because it does take a lot of work It's about the time it caught up with you though because you've been charging about like a 30 year old for the last 20 it's years okay. Listen, give me a week or two and I'll be back in the middle down. Not, well, I'm, 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 I'm actually moved to right back now but that just shows the story in itself Oh, oh. you're saying about right back Well that's <laughs> not him though is it? That... No no it's not me, I couldn't, I couldn't get in the middle of the park, my, my hip was killing me Jeez. Anyway, what about the real football Roger, enough about that uh, yes, uh, I think this is an opportunity for the, the squad to, that Gerard's can assemble to stand up the county. Um, everybody was fit uh, last season, obviously putting it in the loan, we've lost, lost Hollander. Uh, I think it's an opportunity for Sakala to have a couple of games and, and just kind of take Morelos out the firing line just now, because uh, it took a wee, wee knock at his kind of top of his, top of his bum, his back, maybe hamstring. Obviously Kent's out, Hollander's out. Uh, and I think as well in the midfield, I was at a game on Thursday night, and unfortunately, our big players didn't play well. That was Arebo, uh, Kamara, and Davis, who are fantastic players. But um, I think maybe Stephen Davis, playing so, many, so much football with Northern Ireland and with the Rangers, I think he looked maybe a bit tired. They take nothing away from Leon, they were, they were a smashing team. I think I don't think John Lindstrom and Stephen Davis can play the same team, to be honest. But I think Stephen Davis is a far better player. If on form, I played Stephen Davis every day before Lindstrom. But I think there's an opportunity for John Lindstrom. Because I thought he did quite well on occasions on um, Thursday night. Uh, guys like Bakuna might come on, Scott Wright, maybe step up to the plate. He says he can maybe forget about Kent just now and he can take that mantle up. So I think, as I said, now is the squad Gerard wanted and assembled now to stand up the county as far as I'm concerned. I think we might start to see John Lundstrom establish himself a bit then, Roger, because he's had a lot of criticism on this show um, so far this season. Well, absolutely. I said, I was at the game Thursday with my, my, my two sons and a lot, a lot of friends. and and my wee fella doesn't rate my talk. It's a shame he's not getting much of a chance. I just wonder what the phone calls were like when Andy Gorham played his first game for Rangers and Mark Kelly was, was, was his first couple of games for Rangers and they did no bad careers at, the, at, my, at my team. So I think he may get the opportunity. Um, I think, as I said before, Davis is your number one midfielder. But Lindstrom is an opportunity now because I thought he played quite well in, 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 in patches when certainly when Orcas, he took over the mid centre and middle of the park where Davis was patrolling as I said they're too similar and my little old Davis is a far a far far better player uh, nothing against John Lindstrom and I think now there's an opportunity along with the guys I mentioned just to kind of stand up and say right let's go for it thanks yeah. Stevie boys you, you've got a squad uh, we good enough to, to play when everybody's fit I think it'll be fascinating to see who goes with tomorrow uh, I think the whole midfield got a wee bit overwhelmed uh, particularly with the technical ability they had uh, this is a different proposition tomorrow they'll have a lot more of the ball Uh I think Lundstrom did have probably his best game the other night. I thought he was decent at times. Uh, and I think that was partly when he went more central. Stephen obviously came off quite early the other night. Uh, but I still maintain that I, I agree with the caller, Roger, that if Davis is fit, for me, out of all the midfielders, he's the one that always tries to probe. He's the one that looks to play into the little pockets. He's looking to hit diagonals. Again, it's just whether where he's at might have been actually the... A, a bonus that he came off I think it was after an hour or so the other night mm. so I think that may well be a bonus but saving him for the big game well, well something like that but I just I just feel as if because of the options I've got is Scotty Arfield going to make an appearance anytime soon as well so Bakuna can play middle to front as well fresh legs going into this game Would so it seem like a good opportunity an ideal game for his first start I mean I got Gordon do you know the one thing you can't take for granted tomorrow is complacency you have to yeah. play your strongest team now I think on the back of a European game I think you need all your big hitters get the result and then if you want to rest people later on in the game I don't think this is a game for experimenting you need to get three points in the bag and continue to put the pressure on because you don't want to lose 
anything on the back of the European result the other night. I, I agree with you. I'm, like, I'm, I'm desperate to see what team he's going to put out there. But I'll get back to I think Mother will go there with a little bit of confidence. You need that bit of luck. Um, you know, they've had a couple of good wins, three wins in the bounce. Yep. Um, it's got to be difficult. But I just think that looking at Rangers just now, I think tomorrow at Ibrox, with the part atmosphere, I think it is an opportunity for one or two players. I really do to step up to the mark. Sakala, for instance, needs to show why they, they brought him in. I, I like Wright. I think he gives them that bit of energy and drive. I think he will play tomorrow. Uh, I'll be interested to see if he does play Davis. He may just go with a different midfield and, you know, change the front line, but it's still a strong, strong team. Let's not be kidded here. But they can't be below par again tomorrow because I think, honestly, Motherwell can punish them for that. Uh, Stephen O'Donnell was on the show last night, Mark, and uh, hadn't played for a month, then had to play um, against Austria, kept a clean sheet, played a key role in one of Scotland's best results for the last few years, comes back, mm. wasn't involved last week for Motherwell, and now yeah. can you get back in a, a, a winning, winning team? side? Club um, captain, but if you're. Yeah, I would always go down the road to play your best player, so, and I don't think there's any doubt that Stephen O'Donnell is Motherwell's best right back and his club captain, so. Going into Ibrox, yeah, I would play him, and yeah, I, I think he, he may have a, a a tough afternoon because we can't. I think that's the time for Scott right now mm. to to step up. He's he's going to have a good runner three four weeks. That place is there for him to nail down, and if Kent comes back and he's he's not on top of his game, Stephen Gerrard knows he, he can trust Scott right. So big afternoon for him tomorrow. Thank you very much, Roger. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five Celtic fans, how are you feeling? Ahead of the trip to Livy I wonder Is that still a trip that, that fills you with A little bit of dread A little bit of nervousness Given the way it's been In recent seasons Or is this new look Celtic team And maybe the fact that Livingston aren't firing The way they were previously Are you feeling more confident This time How are you feeling Let us know 01419511025 And we'll start hearing From some managers As well as you next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Alex Ray, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Looking back on today's football And previewing tomorrow's football as well We asked you the question before the break Celtic fans Does the trip to Livingston still worry you? It's not been a successful place in recent seasons Or are you confident that that's in the past And it'll be a more positive outcome Tomorrow What do you think 01419511025 Mark Wilson How difficult a place Is this still considered to go Yeah It certainly is And I know Livingston Haven't been the same levy That we've seen over the past Couple of years um, You know Struggling themselves This season Without a win But we can't get away From the pitch And how tight It is as well Never mind the surface And Historically Teams go there And struggle Celtic are no different They've went their way with different managers and not being at their best um, we've stood here in the studio and watched it and all predicted in, in certain occasions that Celtic would go there and win two, three, four and it's never really materialised so it'll be a difficult afternoon um, for Ange Postacoglu uh, you know especially coming off the back a Thursday night as well with some injury problems yeah it's a tough one and one that I think he needs to win well he certainly needs to win I don't think he, he certainly needs to win it this is one of those great ones, Gordon, where you can totally manipulate a stat to make it sound. Mm. Did you know Celtic have not won at Livingston in the league since 2006? 
Incredible. They've barely played in that time Because yeah. Livy weren't in the same division But last couple of seasons uh, Livy 2, Celtic 2 was the only yeah, last year. game at Livy last year That was that January night You'll remember that one um, Going back to the previous season Again it was a 2-2 draw And a 2-0 win for Livingston And the season before that uh, Goalless So Celtic have not won at Livy Since Livy came back up Yeah but I don't think It's just obviously the same Livy They're sitting down there Bottom of the league Or not got a not get a win They've got one point out of five I thought it was great mind games by uh, Martindale When he says He mentioned the pitch Because there's new players from Celtic That have never been there before So that'll be an eye opener I think Like Motherwell Livingston will need a big big day tomorrow To get anything I can't see it I know that we can factor in the pitch I know we can factor in Thursday night And new players going there I just think under Postacoglu There's a, something a bit different The attacking flair uh, they've got I think they've got good pace about them Good quality I think that I think Celtic will win this comfortably tomorrow Yeah I'm looking, sorry I'm, I'm just looking forward to it In terms of the personnel Obviously a badder Looking back into the mix mm-hmm. Having had a religious break through the week You potentially have McCarthy Would you throw him back into the mix? Do you need uh, to start a game at some point? It's got to Unless there's some fitness fitness issue And I know he's had issues with his fitness uh, in the past But I was amazed on Thursday At a game of that stature In that environment Why he didn't start I was then further amazed That he didn't come out for the second half Because the way Sorrow was playing And the change was made then 10 minutes in the Mm. second half A a bit strange So he's got to play sometime He's got huge experience And if Callum McGregor is is missing or... uh, you know, you think that he would be the one that slots right in there. So I would expect him to play tomorrow. Do you think it's due to the fitness situation that he's not actually starting games? Because at some point you have to get the minutes under your under your belt, and uh, you know you have to get up and running. And then when it comes to Callum McGregor, who we don't know when he's going to come back, it mm-hmm. looks as if it's going to be quite quick. But when you're going away from home, you've got the European nights. You want McCarthy up to up to speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, again though, Gordon, s- squad depth. And injuries and, and COVID and all the rest of it. I mean, a Yeti again just mm-hmm. just has to lead the line, keep going. Or I don't know, Jackamakis well, unlikely not, to come straight in tomorrow. No, I, I think a Yeti's got to play. It's not a case of saying, "Oh, he's played a lot of games." This boy's waited a long time for an opportunity. He won't be wanting to come out the yeah, side. He's scoring goals. He's of course, scoring yeah. goals. He wants to keep his uh, name in there with the managers. If because he's probably if you'd have looked at him a, a few weeks ago, he was well down the pecking order. Um, they brought in the new striker um, You know So all of a sudden What's the striker's been... name again? Furuhashi? No Jakimakis Jakimakis Yes So they've got They've got some decent quality there But He's been given an opportunity Because of injury And obviously The lad's not up to speed And he's taken that Gordon So if, if I'm him tomorrow I'm saying Get me out in the pitch And if he keeps scoring goals He gives the manager a problem does this be, has this become all of a sudden a, a good game for Livy Alex? Mm. Uh, you know, if you've not started the season well, one of those where where you can concentrate on doing what you've done against it and just just being really hard to beat and getting really stuck in and getting in because they, they can still yeah. do that surely. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you have uh, Rangers or Celtic coming on that surface, Gordon, they, we've seen the way that they actually play over the last couple of years. They've managed to get some decent results against Rangers and Celtic. And the, I think one of the guys just said there Some of the guys won't have played on this surface When you've got guys charging in 100 mile an hour You know, trying to smash you And no quarters given on this surface I'll be a real uh, eye-opener for some of these boys 
and they're going to have to kind of raise to the challenge because these are leagues are won and lost these type of games. Uh, Celtic fans, what are you expecting tomorrow? One four one nine five one one zero two five. I'm I'm curious about the information I've got on my screen, right? Because I've mm. got Simon brackets Kilmarnock. That means he's a Kilmarnock fan. Yes. Yeah. And then along a little bit, it tells me where they're from, and it says Kilmarnock. So Simon's from Kilmarnock, but it then says it was a good game today, and he's walking home to come up well from Firhill. Simon, that's going to take you ages. It's downhill. Hi guys, uh, hope you're not doing as well as I am. I'm just walking down. I'm walking down Soggy Old Street, going back to the train station. All oh, right, okay. Jeez, producer Chris, for goodness' sake, you're going to give me the full story here. <laughs> I thought you were going to still be there on, on Tuesday night show. Uh, you must have enjoyed it though. A happy walk when you win the game. Yeah, it's a really. The thing is, I was saying to to your producer, I, I don't think we even needed to come out a third or fourth gear today. Uh, it was one of the the quieter performances we had, and uh, we still won comfortably. Which going forward to the rest of the season is a pretty good sign. Uh, I think that Ollie Shaw had a really, really good game, missed a penalty, but then that's a sign of a really a team who's playing with real confidence because a couple of minutes later you go up and you score again. You know that could have put a lot of teams down. And uh, Ollie Shaw then missed a penalty and scored an absolutely worldy. I think Alex Ray has got his goal of the weekend already. Ooh, yeah, look out for it. At that. I'll be yeah, all over Ollie it. Don't Shaw, you worry, Simon. He was one-on-one with the goalkeeper uh, Played a great ball through and On the half volley into the top corner So if that doesn't win goal of the, season, uh, goal of the weekend Sorry, it'll take a, something really good mm-hmm. to you, You've had a good Not seen everyone But you're now at that stage, Simon You had a, a fairly good look at the competition And assessed the division And obviously Inverness are going well But were held at struggling Dunfermline today Is it too early for you to start really projecting About whether you think Kilmarnock will bounce straight back out of this division or not? I don't think we've actually I don't think we've played really really well yet and I think that's the the thing I think Inverness are playing to the top of their potential and maybe their bubble could be a wee bit bust today but I don't think we've really hit top gear yet and I think that's that's worrying for the other teams in the league you know we're just playing really really solid football really defensive uh, at at the back we're really strong Um, we've got a guy in Zach Hemming who I think he's 19 years old on loan from Middlesbrough his first senior season as a footballer he is sensational he has been the best goalkeeper we've had since Bashman. He's up there with guys like Jamie McDonald. He's probably better than him. He is. He just wins every ball he comes out for in the air. He's confident with the ball at his feet. For a guy who's on loan from Middlesbrough making his first senior season, it's it's actually quite incredible. I think if he played last season, if we had him last season, Kamala don't get relegated. It was because of Colin Doyle last season and our bad goalkeepers that we got relegated. If we had... And that says it all that if we had a 19-year-old boy who had never played senior football before, I don't think any Kilmarnock fan thinks we get relegated. He's been superb. And I think that brings confidence. Ewan Murray at the back, the centre-half from Dunfermline, he's a premiership defender. Uh, he's just oozes class. He wins every ball he goes for. He's good with the ball at the deck. And I think we're, we're really confident going forward. Ollie Shaw looks like a really good signing. He looks like he's going to be the, the striker we're looking for. And uh, Tommy Wright saying he's still in talks with what he referred to as uh, a joker player. Uh, and he thinks that he's going to be the kind of joker in the pack. If we can bring in a, a sort of top level kind of quality footballer to go along with the good good footballers that we've got in the team, I think we're going to be in for a really good season. Imagine the letdown when the joker's Gordon DL yeah, is the exactly. new kit man or something. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you are Colin, a joker. I hope Colin Doyle's not listening. I'm, really 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 I'm sure there were other factors. Simon's is known as Hatchet Harry. I'm sure there, there were other factors, but um, you'd, I see it every season. You, you do need a good goal. Yeah, or, or, or 
teams with a particularly poor goalkeeper are always yeah. the ones that are down there at the bottom. Um, with Kilmarnock, would it be fair to say maybe not quite, quite the same expectation as say a Dundee United or a, or a Hibs to back yeah. up uh, to bounce back up? But then they've kept the budget the same, and actually sure. they've got a long, they had a, a long-standing run in the. The top flight, yeah, just because maybe because they're not a city club, I've I've put that out there and and maybe not thought it through, but they've kept the budget the same. Yeah. Is that that tell tell its own story about how they feel about yeah. getting back up? It shows the intent. And uh, if you're a fan at that club, Gordon, you're looking at it and going right, great. The the board are backing the manager. You know, Tommy Wright obviously got relegated last year. They were going to double down on him. They've allowed him to bring his own guys in. You mentioned Hemming here, Murray, uh, but when you look at some of the personnel, you know, you got Blair Alston, you've got McGinn there. Uh, Rory McKenzie You've got the boy Polworth That played at Muddles Guys Shaw that, that the lads talking about Shaw absolutely So you've got guys That can actually do it If you've got guys That are scoring At the top end of the pitch And then you've got a goalkeeper Who this guy you, you, Simon's got him on here As a world beater So I'd really like to see A command game Because obviously He's, he's highly thought of uh, Thank you to Simon On Twitter Christopher's got his Celtic team For tomorrow Hart Ralston Welsh Vickers Juranovic McGregor and McCarthy um, Welsh, no, no, no. Uh, can you say that again? Starfelt, yeah? Not yeah. for Christopher. No Starfelt. Um, yeah. Abada and Jota wider Turnbull in behind a Yeti. He says, "Why can't Beaton be used in his natural holding position when we're short on numbers?" Well, he had the the same religious yeah. reason as Abada the other night, and um, yeah, it's a good point though. Actually, you know, because we don't often see him playing at the, that holding midfielder. You know, the omission of Starfelt in that team that you read out there is is quite telling because. I think a number of Celtic fans are of of a similar opinion. opinion that he's came in, and yes, players take time to adjust, but he's hardly. You're not a fan, Mark, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just think he, he he looks a bit immobile at times. Mm-hmm. He, I think he he struggles with with pace as well. Um, and Welsh, young Welsh, has not done much wrong. The other might not replaced. tell the story though. You know, but game and they were both fit, yeah. and, and Starfield played. Whether it's fair or not uh, Whether it's one of these And by the way Maybe Ange Postacoglu Just thinks he's a better player And can do a better job But Can you ever truly ignore the fact That you've paid Four million quid or whatever For a guy And You kind of have to give him a chance You also have to I don't know Stand by your signings To an extent Because if you If you start binning players That you've signed for four million See the next time you ask For four million pound for a player Your your hand is not looking so strong I totally get that And I think Yeah Starfield I, I think Starfield will play Tomorrow I think Carl Vickers will play Because Ange Postacoglu has signed him We have to give his signings a, a chance But I'm just saying I think a mm-hmm. lot of Celtic fans Are thinking Young Welsh did a Not too bad job uh, And maybe Starfelt Isn't as is mobile mm. As people hoped Celtic fans What do you think? Let's start hearing from today's managers Jim Goodwin frustrated with just a draw He says at Easter Road You know I think before the game I don't think there's many out there That gave us a hope today But I think in the balance of the game I'm quite frustrated to be sitting here with just a point to show for the efforts I thought first half the boys were excellent you know the way that they went about the the different system that we played um, you know they bought into it and they didn't allow Hibs any time or space on the ball and penned them back for large periods of that opening 45 I thought we got the goal um, justifiably and deserved to go in in front um, second half we knew we knew Hibs would change things they couldn't come out and play the way they played first half and I thought they were very very good in the opening 15 minutes of the second half I can see it in your eyes 
You don't care about that You want to know what he made of that penalty Yeah, yeah. Absolutely It split the studio Wilson and DL think it was a penalty Ray is not having it Here's what Jim Goodwin made of it I hate coming in and talking to you guys in the press And moaning all the time I'd love to try and get away from that But I can only call it how I see it uh, I try and be honest in every interview I give And I just think that that is uh, an extremely soft penalty There is a bit of contact before the ball comes in There is a little bit of grappling but before Porteous goes to ground, Matt Miller, you know, moves his arms out to his side to prove to the referee that he's not touching him. But um, Porteous, in fairness to him, he's you know he's got a habit of winning cheap free kicks over the years, and um, you know I thought he was. Some people might say he was clever, but for me, I think the referee you know needs to see what's going on there and um, and not give the penalty. Well, I'd, which, no, uh, word, word for word, exactly. What yeah, I said. what you said. I, I, I disagree. I I still think that's a stonewall penalty. I think, and especially when the referee, out. you used to just go with whatever Jim said because you yeah, were neighbours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Moved because yeah. I've moved. Oh, that's I, right. Right. I, I, I can't go against him. No, yeah. I just think it was it was clear to see. I think as a defender, you touched on it, Gordon, in that box. I think you have more of a responsibility <laughs> to keep your arms down as much as you can, especially. When the referee's a yard away I'd like to see it again Because Jim Goodwin's just Described something that I, I don't remember seeing Take his arms away Yeah because you can still argue Whether it's a penalty or not but, but Jim Goodwin was very specific And he said that the defender Took his arms away To prove to the ref That he wasn't touching him I don't remember seeing that bit But I, I could be wrong As I said I thought the two of them Were bang at it at the time But the problem they have is When Portis has gone across the face and then goes to ground It looks as if he's been pulled to the, the reason ground I, The reason I'm going with Mark here as well I thought it was a penalty But Kevin Glancy The first thing he's going to do Is keep his eye on that Because he's identified it's mm -hmm. a problem He's five yards away yeah. from it He's a qualified referee He's a man That's in the middle qualified And referee. he is a guy who makes the decisions I thought he got it right You made a good point at the time Mark See when you've actually had that discussion with Clancy The first thing you do is push him away yeah. To buy yourself a yard mm. So when he yeah. does come across the face You're not actually holding Because clearly the referee mm -hmm. And that's the reason why I said He's actually bought it Because as soon as the arms go round He's fallen to the ground mm -hmm. uh, Interesting 01419511025 St Mirren fans You might have a, a slightly different take on it We've got Felix who's a Celtic fan He's going to be on next it's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141-951-1025 Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've got Alex Ray, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson in the studio All ready to take your calls We'll hear from more of today's managers We'll preview tomorrow uh, We've got big plans for the next 15 minutes We're going to squeeze a lot in Felix is a Celtic fan from Cumbernauld What have you got for us tonight Felix? Hi boys, how's it Good thanks, good I so I just wanted to talk about the the Celtic game tomorrow. So it's going to be a, a tough test for Celtic as always on that Astro tough pitch. The only thing I really wanted to say about it is pretty much every club has to pay, play in these types of pitches against Livingston. Uh, we're all under the same umbrella, but mm -hmm. I, I think we will win tomorrow. Uh, Two 0 Don't think it will be an easy task. Uh, only thing I, I'm sort of a bit concerned about under Costa Coglu. Uh, I love the attacking football. I think every Celtic fan does, but as a Celtic fan, we all love winning as well. The only thing that is a bit concerning is when it comes to this attacking football, eh, playing high up the park, it's been tried and tested under Tony Mowbray and it didn't quite work out. So I'm hoping it's not the same way Postacoglu as well. well. I've got a Tony Mowbray expert for you in the studio. Mm. Is, that mm. a, is that a relevant comparison? Mm. 
in my opinion, no. Tony Tony tried to play a different way. Tony tried to build things from the back. And in my opinion, it may have looked like that to some people. So what, 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 what is different then? Because that, is that does Ange Postecoglou not do that? No, what's it, different no, it certainly does. But we, I don't think we under Tony Mowbray press from the front as as aggressively as what Ange Postecoglou side does, and it, it makes it incredibly difficult for teams to play out. Celtic now win the ball higher up the pitch. I mean, you imagine we had you know George Samaras up front who you know wasn't a big fan of pressing, if I'm honest. Um, so. We were slightly different I mean we did try and play it for the back And play expansive football Maybe that's what Felix is talking about But obviously we feel badly at that I think this Ange Postacoglu's team Is is much better uh, at that than, than we ever were And we had some good individuals So I touched on that at the start of the show Ange Postacoglu seems to have got that bit right Going forward You know the way Celtic move the ball very quickly Get it wide Get crosses into the box Get bodies into the centre of the box to score It's the other side You've got to have You know A, a safety net At the other side And I think they've I think they've fell short on that So far this season And it might just take time it might take everybody getting fit To be on the mm. training pitch uh, And to work on it Because that's the only way you get better Does at these it, things I guess it But depends. is there no personnel? Is there no personnel as well Mark? Because it's okay saying getting fit Now when I watch Celtic They bomb forward mm. at will So that's not a fitness issue no, but, I mean injury-wise. Sorry, uh, like so if I you've got Julian but, 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 and Taylor and so guys what, like that. So see the midfield. This is one of the things for me is by actually playing one sitting midfielder and two guys mm. that are willing to attack away from home, they don't have the same desire to track back Rogic and Turnbull. That is a big issue mm. for me. See, the thing, I don't think that's getting to do it other than oh, the fact that they've got their own personnel. This may well turn out to be completely accurate, but I wonder if we're victims of over-analysis on such a short Period of time A small sample size sure. Because you don't have so much to go on And let's be honest We all do it as football fans We like to Make these big Statements And these yep. big conclusions Oh I've watched Celtic And they're too open Or I've watched Rangers And they're this And you want to make these big statements Celtic lost against Rangers Right we accept that But they weren't that open Were they You know it's, it's That wasn't why they lost the game Now they also lost against Hearts Again very early on Yep A bit different Hard to compare in the set piece now in Europe, you've may, you've maybe seen it a little bit, but I wonder if you know we've now we've now picked on this. This has become the thing that Celtic are good going forward and they're wild wildly open at the back, and that's why they lose games. Well, see, see I don't, I don't a bit buy simplistic into, though. I don't buy into that because if you look at their league record, they've lost three goals. They've scored sixteen goals. Yeah, so yeah, but they've lost fifty. You know what is it? Fifty percent of their. Yeah. Their games at one point it was, or they've lost the two big away games. Gordon, see for see for me, see if you want to talk about domestically. Mm-hmm. The two games in which I've lost has been set plays. Mm-hmm. Hearts, yeah, the, 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 the young boy yeah. Suter. Uh, Suter, and then obviously Hollander well, scores. That's so kind of my point. Yes, but then you look at it in the European situation away from mm-hmm. home. I, I'm more talking about that because I've lost goals away from yeah. home like that. So, I'm but what about to... the League Cup against Hearts? They lose to you know Ross County last week. You look at that; they could have lost goals against Ross County. I know they didn't, and mm-hmm. people say, "Well, they didn't," but. They were all at times Felix what are the, the Positives from the other night Are you liking what you're seeing from From Jota early on for instance Can, Is a Yeti shown that whilst he might not be On Furuhashi's level As far as work rate goes He can continue to come in and do a job I, I think Jota was absolutely excellent I was watching a, a few bits on Twitter I think it was about a two minute video His highlights uh, during the game uh, unbelievable in terms of flex sort of ball positioning d- just the way he passes the ball and handles the ball so he was absolutely great I hope it continues 
Uh, when it comes to a Yeti, it's pretty much this is his chance, really. He's uh, had a couple of goals. He was lazy last season. That's probably the, the best way to describe it. Lazy, unfit, uh, missing clear goal opportunities. But this season, hopefully, he takes his chance. And but Because he's a Swiss international, we'll be wanting to get back in that international team rather than just going into decline. So uh, I hope this is his pick uh, just to actually try his hardest and hopefully get a few goals on the board. He was good the other night, Mark, wasn't he? He was. I thought he, he led the line well. Um, I think. Uh, sorry, he, I, I meant Jota. Jota. Oh, Jota. Yeah, sorry, okay, sorry. Jota. Oh, Jota was excellent the other night. I thought he kept his width and then he just looks to create. Every time he's got that ball, he looks dangerous. He looks quick. He, you know, he's he's awareness round about him. Excellent as well. I think the Celtic fans can get excited about them. There's been many it's came before in years and they get the big build up and they do nothing in games. But I think you can. Quickly see with Jota he's, Do you know what I noticed about him Mark I've watched him Playing off the left And I've watched him mm. out Playing off the right And I thought he looked More comfortable More natural to Which him. is interesting isn't it Because When They had options Abada was fit You know The, the Ross County mm-hmm. game And the way Ange Postacoglu Tend to want to it, it looks like he's intended To play off the left Yeah But you're right He was oh, he effective looked, he, For me he just looked more Natural, more comfortable uh, He was very positive Going back to the caller there talking about a Yeti Saying he's lazy I don't think he's lazy Gordon I just think that's the way he plays He's a box player Penalty box player yeah Yeah he doesn't And you get players like that He doesn't want to <laughs> he, he doesn't want to go and chase full backs and, People and, who don't want to chase full backs yes, Can be described Sounds familiar As it's, lazy No it's not lazy It's, <laughs> it's, it's doing Conserving the, energy Conserving energy Doing the job at the right times uh, Alec And I think that if the guy can keep banging the goals in, what comes with that is confidence as well. A run of games, a bit of confidence, scoring some goals. Uh, we've seen many a player that we've written off and we've, we've been guilty of ourselves in the studio. And all of a sudden, something happens to them and they just kick on. Whether that happens to him or not, I don't know. But he's in a good position just now. He'll be desperate to score another goal. I do like the boy Jota. You're absolutely right, Martin, in terms of coming off the right-hand side. And no, it, me. You know, he actually says he was good on the night as well. But see what you're talking about, the right-hand side? I don't see him playing there on a regular basis. I think he was bought to come off the left. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is Abadas naturally comes off that but right. But you're forgetting Forrest. Forrest is probably James Forrest can play over in there. But for me, I think he comes off the left. But... I, I like what I'm seeing He's always on the front foot he's, As soon as he gets it He's backing up the defenders And he's got a final ball Someone during the break Was asking When the next internationals are I don't know which one of you it was And John McGinn Looks he's taking a bit of a, a Sore one I think it's like a, Something with his face Or his head um, The physio's on And you just know He's not the type to To go down easily Or, or complain too too much I think he's going to be alright He tries to take some sort of painkiller Almost Paracetamol misses they're, they're winner. Al- Almost misses his mouth And throws it down his front But he's uh, <laughs> What's Paracetamol going to do For oh. a face knock <laughs> That's the first I've seen that I With get, a physio I, I, get, uh, I get two Paracetamol With a two inch tear in my calf I know problem On you go What's <laughs> a treat um, But yeah Felix then No n- Not as Concerned about tomorrow As you might be Given Celtic's recent Record there uh, I'm not too concerned. Uh, I think everybody knows Livingston's going to sit in. They're going to make it difficult. Uh, I just hope Postecoglou is going to bring something different. Uh, try break them down a bit quicker. Get get a few more goals and get them panicking. So ho- hopefully that's going to be something a bit different. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, it, maybe it maybe not lazy. That was probably a bit harsh. But 
Uh, in terms of conserving energy, I think he was conserving a bit too much energy last season. <laughs> that means he's lazy, Felix. It's fine. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to split hairs over this one. I like that yeah. from Gordon as well. No, he's not lazy. He just doesn't like to chase fullbacks. <laughs> That's not lazy. That's not lazy. It, it's a it's a close no, relation. No, it's not. No, it's he's, back, he's backs up because that Come was on, him. That was he, his he, he was he a poor Yeti years ago. Yeah. Though. Poor man's yeah, but, Yeti. But, but you don't hold he on. Made a, hold on a minute. I've 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 watched centre forwards playing with other clubs that don't chase fullbacks and are not described as lazy. I don't think a Yeti is lazy. And I'm making a point of that, and I'm right, and I think that I'll be interesting. Can't just see. say you're right, and then that that, add, that right. adds absolutely nothing to the. It doesn't the really. Of your no, but it's the end of the show, so we're not really worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got a few minutes left I'll yet. Okay. Uh, you'll you'll be delighted <laughs> at this though, because you're you're a sadist. You like you revel in other people's misery. Yes, I do. Um, Roger Hanna has oh, st- broken down. Still not oh, broken down. Evil, <laughs> well, better in a sense because he's still not spoken to Jack Ross yet. <laughs> Wow. So it's the what game. Dinner date? The game finished more than an hour ago, um, and he's still not been in. So he has to do that, then write it up or send it in, do whatever it is he does, and then get back in the car to head home. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I wonder what the hold up there is. Just as well Ross. as getting paid a double dinner, one for the son and one for Clyde. <laughs> winner, winner. Yeah, Jack Ross. I'd be surprised if he was furious with his team. I thought he got a reaction at them at half time for about what 15 yeah. 20 minutes. Um, yeah, it's I a don't think one. we've heard from Stephen Glass yet either, though, have oh. we? So I wanted to hear from him, but oh. I think he might be that's a hairdryer treatment. He locked in discussions, uh, right? I think we've given a good kick at Livy Celtic and Rangers Motherwell. Let's leave with the Dundee United legend Mark Wilson. Looking forward to that derby. You scored in one, according yeah. to the teaser earlier. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. A, a blister and free kick. Yeah. No, it was a blister. Oh, that's, right. no, that's right. Have you seen this? It's no. a deflection. Oh my! No, it, it's a free kick. Hey, it bounces listen. about seven times. <laughs> oh, it's horrific. Oh, I forgot uh, about I went, that. I went in the net. So the midfield, uh, the midfield maestro. Awful. Listen, if you're listening, YouTube it, everyone. It's it's great. Please um, do for entertainment value. <laughs> Mark Wilson, Dundee United against Dundee. The worst free kick goal you'll ever see. Did he drag it in? The far corner. I, I think you've given him. That was the only way I could see through it because trundled. the wall, the players were in front of me, so I put it's, it in. But I think great games. I made, I made my full yeah. debut and and this and a derby. And the first Dundee start, derby, oh, brilliant first start against the the Dundee side that was full of the internationals and Canisia, uh, Canisia and all that and Caballero and mm. things like that. So. Um, no, great fixture. The Did fans love it. Did you win it? Yeah, we won it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was quite fortunate. I won a lot of these games, but it's a great atmosphere up ah. there at Tannadice when it's full. And hopefully, there's is there uh, is Dundee fans allowed in the ground tomorrow? Do we know that? But hopefully, hopefully they are because it makes for a great atmosphere. And it's like every derby, the bragging rights in the city. You know, Mark, go can on I ask you a question? When you were obviously travelling, did you walk across the road? Did it a few times, I yeah, Walked across the road, got changed at Tannadice and walked up. Yeah, we had, we had a police escort. Oh, you have to, surely. You have to. Do you think we were going to jump in the team bus and reverse back? Well, sometimes you go for pre match. Sometimes you go for pre match yeah. and come in the bus. Nah, that's yeah. one of the famous things, isn't it? Do you know what? I was tried. The show's about to finish. I was trying to get. The footage of that free kick. I can't oh even no! Find leave it. it. Leave it for. <laughs> leave it for tomorrow. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave it for tomorrow. No, but it's a great fixture. Also, get sent off in that as well. So oh, I've had what's the, the plot. I've had, no, no, it was for a, a handball. Believe yeah, it. Yeah, you were hard done by. I must yeah, admit, was on that hard, one. Your free yeah. kick was awful. But you were hard done by uh, Right we'll leave it there then Reminder of your scores today Aberdeen nil St Johnston 1 Hibs 2 St Mirren 2 Ross County 2 Hearts 2 in the top flight Lots going on down 
the divisions in tomorrow An absolute cracker How we've missed your company on a Sunday We're back for one of those seven day weeks That Scottish football can throw up from time to time There is a Dundee derby early We're on at two o'clock Building up to Livy Celtic And Rangers Motherwell Followed of course by your chance to have your say on the open line So make sure you join us then Thanks to Mark, Gordon and Alex And the top team around the grounds The biggest thanks as always goes to you Hopefully you enjoyed it Hopefully you join us tomorrow And you can just stay right there Because we've got just a man for a Saturday night GBX is up next